from Los Angeles, California. This is The Relationship Show with Dr. Wendy and Miss Jenny. This is a casual conversation between two friends and colleagues taking serious topics not so seriously. This podcast contains strong language and is intended for mature audiences. It is for entertainment purposes only. Enjoy. Happy Valentine's Day 2016, everybody. So last February, Dr. Wendy and I recorded our very first episode of The Relationship Show, and we really didn't know what would happen or if anyone would even listen. So we just want to give you guys a big thank you for all your support and feedback online and in person and for continuing to listen. We have a blast doing this month after month. In this episode, we are talking about dating online and dating apps, just in time for the holiday. And we are joined by our singles correspondents, Jonathan Bourne and Ivy Icano, for a long but lively conversation about the ins and outs, ups and downs of the current online dating climate and some ideas about how to navigate it. So stay tuned to find out how dating may be like a job interview, what it could take to get to Dr. Wendy's third date chicken dinner, and why the first five minutes of meeting face-to-face might be the most critical. If you ever feel like you're always just one stop behind Mr. and Mrs. Wright, or if you don't even know where the road to love begins, this episode might just be your magic on-ramp. Let's go. Welcome back, listeners. Thanks for tuning in to The Relationship Show. This is Miss Jenny. And this is Wendy. And this is episode 19, and we have two wonderful guests with us today, yes. Jonathan Bourne and Ivy Icano. And they've so graciously agreed to be our singles correspondent for this episode. Welcome, correspondents. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. No pressure. Uh, with Valentine's Day right around the corner, and this is Wendy's and my one-year anniversary, because our first Aww. episode was a Valentine's Day episode. Yes. So thanks, you guys, Aww. for being here and on this special day. Celebrate us. I know. Mazel tov. You're so beautiful. Do you say mazel Like, do, well, Are you Jewish, too? Uh, of course, I'm in show business. <laughs> I'm, I was a Schwartz, now I'm an O'Connor, so I cover all the guilt for the Jews and the Catholics. Sure. Awesome. Uh, but so when people fall in love, do they say, they do say Mazel Tov? Sure. But sure. then what do Catholics say? God bless. Is that the is that equivalent? Who says L'chaim? L'chaim. No, also you don't say. Like if uh, two people, a you know, blessing on your head, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov, like or, or the black. And news would turn into feather on the roof. I'm sorry, is that a song? A blessing on your head, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov, to see a daughter wed, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. That's from Fiddler on the Roof. Are you a Jew? Are you Jewish? No, that's a, we talked about that a long time ago. I'm an honorary. Should church. I She's know? She's Jewish. She's Jewish. Um, yes, the <laughs> ish. Wendy's bringing some like holiday residue with her. Sorry, I just got excited, but here's the thing. Is that bad if you're Jewish and you haven't seen Fiddler on the Roof? I know some of the songs, but I don't know that song. I don't know that it's bad. I, I don't like to think in terms of good and bad. I mean, who, who's, who's shaming you for not seeing Fiddler on the Roof? <laughs> the Jews and the Catholics. Either way, I got it covered. Told you, you that. You got it all. It's all good. It's fine. You, you've got the rest of your life ahead of you. I will listen to that soundtrack because you just threw a song at me, which Jenny does statistics, research, and songs. She'll pull out even scenes. No or, pressure. You know, and I don't know where they're from, so then I feel like it's like, okay, it's like a Password. Remember Password? Yeah. <laughs> like the 80s. Anyway, back to welcoming our guests. Yes. See how so, I go back there? I uh, can do that. You are awesome at that. So I'm really happy that Jonathan and Ivy are here because for you and I, Wendy, it's been almost 10 years, at least for me. I don't know how long it's been for you since I've been out in the dating 
world and yeah around 10 years yeah. that's right wow yeah whoa i know whoa Nelly. crazy i know <laughs> so uh, hey, you, I you guys are like, literally we're literally i mean for those who can't see us we're literally across from the other so it's like the two gals who have been hitched essentially for 10 years and then the two singles facing them where i think you know it's literally the other side of the grass right mm. and whose grass is greener <laughs> whose is greener that's a beautiful well it depends on question. where you bought it but what i would actually say is that the grass is as green as as it is on either side because i always say if you're single be happy and enjoy being single yes. if you're with someone enjoy it and you know be happy being with someone because the grass does always look greener there are plenty of married people who look at single people and have all kinds of uh, regret or jealousy or envy or fantasy. they want to yeah, yeah fantasy, like, or fantasy. that's a much love. better word fantasy is a much better word <laughs> than movie any love of whether you're single or married everybody kind of not everybody a lot of people project their fantasies of what they think might be the perfect couple or the perfect singlehood married people want to be single single people sometimes want to be married right and straight it's... want to be gay gay <laughs> want to be straight or bi curious or what is it um, anno, uh, what is it? You know, asexual, oh, um, pansexual. Pan, that's a big yeah. one. Pansexual. Yes. Come on, make a choice, pansexuals. <laughs> well, there's, there's too many choices these days. How can you make a choice? And and that kind of feeds into the topic of internet dating, d device, what I call device-driven dating, right? Things that we are finding people through apps and. Um, all kinds of online programs. Old-fashioned websites. Old-fashioned <laughs> websites. Back in the day. Yeah, you used to do a search with the profile. I'll say, you guys, that's the death of me. Like, this is this topic in itself is a sore spot for me. This is Ivy, in case anyone thought it was Jonathan. <laughs> and, and I just, it's, I, it's so unsettling. And, and I don't think, I'm not a supermodel. I think I'm still cute. I'm hanging on at 40. But the thing is, there are guys that I wouldn't look twice at just in passing who are just barking up my tree online like they just get this confidence or courage and not to sound stuck <laughs> I mean good for them but I just wish there were there were a parallel way of you know like you go to school when you're younger you know the work you do you're either averaging like an A you know like a grade of an A or a D like where it's like online dating it's just this buffet of like people sampling and it's all, you know, when you talk about device-driven, we're all attracted to what we see, right? So I have, this is the first time, literally it's not even a month now, I'm paying for a website for, with dating. In the past it's only been free, just like the apps, I went on some Tinder dates. But these guys who are, who are courageous enough to write to me, and I just feel like we're in different like ballparks or leagues. I put very little out there about myself. Ooh, but ouch. they're already I know it's terrible, it's terrible. Jonathan I know this had is, a strong reaction. No, no, no. People people this I is how people use, use the websites. A lot of people use the websites. On on the other side as well, where it's it's the I'll just search for the perfect human being. I'll okay. put in like I I want a guy that's like six feet tall. I'm looking for a guy that makes mm -hmm. a quarter mil. I'm like right. I mean the idea that like I'll use the website as an opportunity to look for a perfect person. Right. <laughs> When in real life, a perfect person would never give me the time of day. And a lot of people okay, use it that way. That's fair. So you're, you're aiming high. Like you're... Yeah, people, I think, <laughs> aim way too high, mostly. That's... Wait, I don't agree, though. I got to tell you, I don't agree. I know wonderful, beautiful, lovely women 
who are looking for wonderful people like you. So, so oh, what yeah, do you mean they wouldn't get? Well, I mean, it's, there are terrible people online uh, in on in both genders where people use online dating not just to meet someone that's like a person that they would meet and go out with, but someone that they're like, oh, look, there are all these choices. I can choose somebody that's. Um, this body type and this yeah. hair color and this and they start to go like oh I'll build a perfect human being yes. and then find that kind person kind of like weird science exactly and then ask that person out when in real life that person would probably never go out with me or never. the fantasy that it's not so uh, physically it can look that way but then you get them in real life and exactly. uh, you great, know grass they're is always greener extremely kind of maybe short or lanky or they have really bad breath or stutter lisp things you're not like hearing when you're reading it. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't notice that you're looking at all their pictures and they don't have an open mouth smile and then they have terrible teeth. Or there's no teeth. Or there's no teeth. Well, I know we might bounce around. Forgive us if we're out of order, but when you asked about like flags or... As R. Kelly says. Do you know that? Are you too white for that? You don't know that. Okay. Anybody know that? Am I not white enough if I don't know R. But, um, He's a black man, by the way. <laughs> did you know that? No, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he turned some people yellow when he peed on them. Let me give me that. And let me give you that. But anyway. Okay. Oh, I went there. I love it. You know what? I'll go there too. Golden showers. It's not like, for everybody. Up, but hey, shower. if that's your kink, you can find the perfect person online. Yes. I'm sure there's a dating or site to find that. If yeah, the partner. And we will be having a sex Oh, yeah, there definitely are. I'm sorry. Once I made a joke. He said there's got to be a website. P harmony. P harmony. Oh yes, I like that. Why not? So, okay. but so when you ask about, um, like, when they show up, or you mention, like, okay, they're shorter, they're whatever. I have an issue with baseball caps at all times in all of your pictures, and/or sunglasses. <laughs> like, what are you hiding? Like, that's really where my mind goes. And if I come across as more skeptical, it's because I am. And and that, like, I feel like, is it mean of me to say, can you send me a picture? with no hat on. No. Why do you care about a hat, though? I'm just curious. Well, she wants to know what the hair situation is. Because they're not is. always going to be in a hat. Or maybe they have, like, some sort of a... <laughs> Unless you're Ron Howard. Okay, but here's the thing. So <laughs> if they have a profile of the baseball hat, and then they show up on a date with the baseball hat, and you like the person for who they are, and you have, like, six dates, and then he takes the hat off... Didn't you give it enough time to know the internal world of how lovely and smart and, mm, you know, insightful an this person is? And then he takes the hat off and boom, you're going to say because he has a cone head uh, or no hair or, you know, a mohawk or something, Are you, then you're going to, then then what happens? Bounce, 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 bounce. How often does that happen where you get to know someone then all of a sudden you hear, you get turned off by one last little thing. No, that's a thing. good point, and that's, that's thought-provoking. I mean, that's fair, right? But Shallow. I think, <laughs> well, I guess for me in the first place, I just would need to see all versions of them before they show up without nudity. I mean, so, you know, so must you have... Yeah, I and mean, I want the opposite. Like, all yeah. so, I think, though, I think there's sort of a, a bigger thing, which is that a lot of people tend to put, like, the best photo of yes. themselves of as their profile photo, right. which sort of makes sense. It's, it seems Airbrushed. intuitive. But the problem is that, yes, that that's actually kind of works against you in a way. Because right. you show up and you're like, oh, here's the non-Photoshop version of you. True. Uh, or the not as current. Well, right. Yeah, exactly. The 2006 mm-hmm. photograph of you. Sure. Like, oh. Right, exactly. Right. Ten years ago when I, you know, when my ass was much higher, some 
friends of mine recently met online and before they ever met in person they were they were texting each other like the worst possible selfie that they could to lower their expectations and <laughs> and they were building a rapport and oh, humor that's cute. so that you know, when they met each other, they already had this sort of inside joke, and they, you know, again, they were managing expectations, as we talk about all the time. And both of them sounds like they had humor, yes. and a lot of people don't have humor in the dating world. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so there's nothing funny about that, and so if somebody puts, you know, the worst picture up, there might be another person who's not as flexible, or is not as playful, or can't find humor in that. What and about, then, oh sorry, yeah. what, how do we decide what's the worst picture though? I mean obviously to each his own, but like I have an issue also with like bathroom selfies, like through the mirror. <laughs> I don't know why that's just creepy to me. It's too Anthony Weiner. Just like with all your friends, like is when, when they do a picture of them like dressed and cute somewhere, you know, social at a wedding or some engagement, and then people are cropped out of it. Or I hate the guys <laughs> with the girls draped on them. And it's like, oh, these are my home. It's like, well, I'm it's good. Well, it's really important like, to know they're pussy hounds. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what they want you to know. Like, right. It really they, is. They, I mean, those are the guys that are trying to, like, see, these are the, this is the caliber of, of woman that I normally get. Right. So you should be pretty happy if I right. if I message you. But that's that. <laughs> oh, like that's I, the baseline. I'm pretty right, sure that's yeah. what those guys like are doing. Like if you're not big that's boobs and blonde, like, like, yeah. Mentality. If you don't look like a waitress at a Las like, Vegas, like can you hang with side, uh, <laughs> yeah. bar? Right. Right? I'll tell you what I love. I love the on. Um, so I I don't see a lot of guy photos. I've mm. heard about that. The bathroom right. selfie. That women do a lot of bathroom selfies. Do a lot of car selfies. I don't get that. But I'm okay with that because I've one... done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on a car. In a car. Just in a car. Well, because, you know, it's like the truest sunlight, like the best lighting, and then you're is just having a moment is? with yourself. So, so Traffic my was good. It is good lighting. Is, is do people, do it, does anybody meet in person anymore? I, mean, there's... I am still hearing stories. <laughs> I mean, <it's> like... <laughs> one, two, from 1950. Like either friends in common, at a bar, co-workers. Reality show. Reality show. <laughs> That's the old-fashioned way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can't, I'm not really out there, out there where I could like sit here and give a percentage of what I've been hearing more of versus the other. But yeah, I mean, what I wrote in my profile was that I wanted to meet somebody organically like in the middle of shopping at Trader Joe's and then some guys have written to me and said... You know, oh, I've been shopping at Whole Foods this whole time. Now I know where to go, and which is cute. One guy got really perverse with me, and none of my pictures or my bio is asking. Like, I'm not, I'm not welcoming dirty talk. Like, I'm. So wait, he got perverse with you he, because well, of the Trader the Joe's thing. thing? Was no, it he, like I'll meet you next to the bananas, or he, I mean, you know, what was he, like? I'll be the ones with the large bananas. <laughs> Find me by the hot bun. Persian pickles. <laughs> Apparently, he wants to treat me to a meal of sausage and bananas only. What? No, he just had fun. I think he's a creative guy. I, I sense that he's somehow in entertainment, and you know, he gives his username. Like, let's just say it's like Mac one four six nine, whatever. And and then he's like, "Here's my impression of our first date." So this is how he opens up his first way of pursuing me. And he gives me this whole, we'll go to a Hollywood premiere event. So that's his way of saying that's his world mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I can easily enter it. And I'm on his arm and now some actress comes up to him and is interested in him. And as I'm getting sucked into this fake story and this, you know, hypothetical, I'm like, well, he's clever and he's funny and he's putting it out there. And I, I could definitely, like, that will lure me, right? And then this is before I even, like, scan through all the photos. And then... He makes this a scenario where, like, the actress and I are fighting over him, but I win. Okay. So then I don't write him. 
A few days pass, maybe a handful of days later, he writes again, and he's just keeping with this, like, I will write these stories to this girl to win her over. But then he went into, like, me shoving him up against a wall, and <laughs> and the best uh-oh. kiss, the best kissing he's ever had, and then my oh, ample plump breasts. I'm like, first Sexy. of all, I've been like an A cup since third grade. <laughs> like, now you're not even looking at my pictures, dude. You know, and it's like, so, but, but oh, how God. funny that a week ago he could almost hook me with his funny storytelling and his sense of humor putting his best foot forward. Can I say so psychologically that is, you know, when we work with people who sabotage, Mm -hmm. really holding on to the positive aspect or the old-fashioned way of wooing a person, whether it's a man or a woman, that there's this you saw two parts of him. Right. You know, the the first part, which is this charming kind of daring. It takes a lot of courage. And, and, and I and, encourage oh, neither. Yeah. And I'm saying that I encourage neither because I'm walking this fine line of being easily insulted. And stay with me. If I say <laughs> I want to date a man who's between age, whatever, 38 and 48, and, like, the 62-year-old cowboy is writing me, <laughs> Like now I'm bitter, and the I'm Marlboro really, man. Yeah, I'm I'm bitter, and it's and you know my mom's like you got to weed them out, you got to weed them out. I'm like, well, I think I think what you're talking Jonathan, about, by the way, no. uh, <laughs> is um there is also an internet problem in general. That guy wouldn't talk to you that way offline. Exactly, right? People get uh more perverse and more yes. angry and more everything online because you know they don't have to actually face you and say that stuff. That's true. They're not going to get a drink thrown in their face, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. that's anything now, like Twitter. People are going off on people. Oh, that's a good means... emoji we should create, right? A drink, <laughs> drink in the face. Drink in the face. Or a mic drop. Or a gift. <laughs> Some of the research that I did said... Bust it out, Jenny. Go, Jenny. Woo! Go, Jenny. Mustats. Mouth research. Woo! Bust in, that out, girl. In, in 2013, there was a study that showed that 60% of new marriages in 2013 started online. So 60% of marriages in 2013 started. And how many divorces? Um, Well, that's only two years, or women, three years ago now. So So it's about time. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. However, uh, Pew Research said that people who've been together over five years were more likely to have met offline, uh, 88%. So I thought that was kind of interesting because I think it's just getting more and more prevalent now. Um, I see what's convenient about it. I get it. People have busy schedules. They're exhausted from work. Everybody's over the bar scene. I mean, obviously, I can't generalize and say everybody. But you are seeing a lot of that in people's minds when they're introducing themselves. Like, done the bar scene. You know, and again, mm -hmm. I'm the age bracket of 40s, whether it's early or later. And, you know, maybe there are people in their 30s still getting it out of their system. And And even, okay, let's bring up Tinder, if anyone's familiar with that free app. Tinder has a reputation, or had or has, for being a hookup site. Oh, yeah. I'm hearing success stories on Tinder where people are getting married. D- Jonathan? Really? Yes. Yeah. I, I thought success, I was about to say define success. Yeah. Success. Sex. There's definitely an age thing, right? Because for, yes. for older people, there used to be the stigma of being online. Yes. There's none of that for millennials. Like, That's true. you know, you get everything online. Absolutely. Why not get a boyfriend on? Right. You know, like you're you're using <laughs> Can Airbnb. Can Amazon deliver me a man right? by drone? <laughs> you're just, like you're already oh. using Airbnb to sleep in a stranger's house. What's, you know, why not use a dating app to do the same thing? It's it's really true. to them there's no big deal. I agree and actually as you all are talking cuz I can multitask or ADD, however you say it. You know, writing Gen X, millennials, Generation Y, um, so those are like the 20s. 
and there are a lot of mixers kind of going back to the old school way with the Gen Y population that they are now kind of going back to old school ways of again like the old school dating sites and trying to meet in public and dog parks and you know so it was gen x like our generation and then you know the millennials which is like the selfie generation and then the gen y and i think it's interesting that a lot of times when i talk to singles from oh gosh maybe not the 20s maybe the 30s 40s 50s uh, there's a high correlation I have found between social anxiety and just getting out to make themselves available in coffee houses or just getting out there to sit at a park or take a walk on the beach, just kind of go out in public and bring a book, you know, not right. hide themselves <laughs> in technology. Nobody gives eye contact anymore or even a smile. I practice with my clients the three second eye contact. And it's hard to just, do I look like I'm creeping you out right now? <laughs> Jonathan's looking at me She's like, I can do it. staring right through me. I can and do it. And it's five seconds. But if you do it, look at each other for three seconds for a second. No. Just look okay. at each other. <laughs> Absolutely. Look at dun, each other. Dun, One, dun, dun, two. All I'm thinking about is how I haven't tweezed. Three. <laughs> <laughs> me too. But, but, can, see, yeah, yeah, but see, that's the other thing is we, we will sit here and we think about all the things like they must be looking at my worst qualities, uh-huh. the thing that I hate the most about myself. And most of the time, the other person is... Is just not right. I will say they're this. thinking they're looking at the worst quality. They're not thinking about what you look like. They're thinking about what they look like in your eyes. Do you guys want to sleep with a woman when he looks at her? Like, is that? Did I grow up thinking that? Like, every guy imagines you represent all mankind. Right, yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go. go I'm a, I'm, but I've been because elected. I feel like <laughs> girls, girls can look at a guy and size him up so differently than the man. I feel like women are flowers. Like, I feel like we are so beautiful, and then. I feel like, <laughs> and then, but I feel like when a man can look at us and size us up, they're ready to imagine us in the sack. You are so beautiful. Do man, does a man look at a woman and just? Evaluate whether or not he wants to fuck her or not. Not like the first top, top five. <laughs> I love, I love. You just like. Or you could say make love uh, by the ocean. Yeah, fuck some her. Fuck well, this is I tricky. think okay. All right, you're right. Maybe maybe there is a man out there who thinks about making love before. So here I am in Trader Joe's. Wait a minute, we've got I'm a man reaching, here. No, I'm re- I'm reaching into the refrigerated section right. and like my pomegranate seeds for like five dollars and two ounces are all the way in the back and I'm stretching <laughs> and I'm in yoga pants. <laughs> and, and your you nipples see, are hard from the nipples. cold blast of air coming from the refrigerated unit. It's just turned into a Ivy erotic and uh, fan fiction. <laughs> and yeah. you're five feet away grabbing yeah. your lentils. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah. What are you thinking? <laughs> Those pomegranates well, look Or it doesn't have to be me, but it, you know. Yeah, it shouldn't be you because I know your brother. Right. But, um, <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, I just love yoga pants, man. I just, <laughs> I, when I grew up, um, women used to wear tights a lot, but there was they always wore, remember they always wore like a sweatshirt around their yes. waist? Because God forbid you should yes. look at their 90s. ass. And now it's yoga pants. I don't uh-huh. know why, what yeah. happened, but like now yoga pants makes it okay to not wear mm-hmm. the sweatshirt around your waist. And Kim Kardashian with the butt. Yeah, so because now so, a yay. big butt is in where it wasn't before. You got a big butt, you know that big butt. Mm-hmm. What is it? And you like big butts, <laughs> and you yes. cannot lie. You cannot lie. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. I grew up in the in the song? breast era, and now we're in the golden age of the butt era. Yep. Yeah. 
Apple um, Bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're checking you out. Of course we're checking you out. Every, I mean, guys, that's what guys do. They, they check women out. And This could be useful. And that's why on, on the dating, to bring back to the dating thing, on the dating profiles, your pictures are very important because most men probably are never going to read your profile. They're going to yeah. look at the pictures and respond to the If you're lucky, they'll look through all the pictures and right. they might, might respond to that. You know, men are visual. I read the profiles sure. because I find that the best luck I've had is uh, in the message that I send to a woman mentioning something specific in her profile, I which think says, that's "Hey, nice. I read what right. you you know it you shows said you like listening. Scrabble and cocktails." Yeah. I like you when you show your attention. Them and, but and do you really drunk care, Scrabble. Jonathan? Do you really care, or is that like an opening line, or is it personalizing? I mean, do you want to be different? What What is your intention well, okay, in that so moment? So this is this is specific to me. To me, I. I do care because, you know, I, I like a good conversation and I, I, there were, I, I went out with this, uh, this girl one time. We'd worked together. She was very, very pretty. I never hit on her at work, uh, not because it's inappropriate to hit on a woman at work, but because she was too good looking for me. <laughs> so I just never bothered. And at the, it was a TV show and at the rap party, she pulled me out into the dance floor and whispered in my ear and said, like, I've always had a crush on you this whole time. Nice. I can't believe you never asked me out. So then I went out with her one time and she... Uh, was did not laugh at anything that I said. She didn't think I was funny. She didn't, nothing. Oh. And my thought what I, when I was sitting there was not like, wow, I'm doing really poorly, but why are you here with me? Because if you don't think I'm funny, I'm not Brad Pitt. <laughs> like, like, all I've got is conversation. <laughs> so for me, that is not true. That's not you true. are fucking adorable, no, Jonathan. You're cute. But the, you are. Shout out. He's don't touch ladies. me there. <laughs> but but the but I do like a good I do like a good conversation because because I mean ultimately looks fade you're gonna have to talk to somebody looks ah. is great if you're doing Tinder dating like right. find a good looking person have sex and then that's that's great move move on but if you want something beyond that at all you know so for me yeah also I, I just think um, on a lot of these dating websites it helps to know from the guy's perspective that a lot of guys are working in a volume game they're just cutting and pasting. Um, oh, because yeah. most women don't respond. The same guy wrote to me on two different sites, and it was the same exact. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like it was the same exact like hi how you doing and like emoji attack. Like it was but, absolutely not about anything with me. No. I mean, but I, there's a reason for that, and the reason for that is that when I take time to read your profile and I go, oh, you like. Uh, right. Broadway musicals. Are you a Roger and Hammerstein fan? Or are you more of a Sondheim person? You know, I when I was in college, fucking love you. And then you don't <laughs> block this user. <laughs> when you don't, when you don't write back to that guy, yeah, it's like, gee, I spent all that time on it. Wouldn't it just be easier for me to go, hey, babe, you're hot. Sup? Emoji. Copy paste. Copy paste. Mm-hmm. And then it's the guys that click right or is it right on Tinder? I forget which way. On everyone, right, to try to get any match. Yep. But then here's my question. Do you know where you're coming from, whether you want a fun time or you're a, a relationship guy? Are you clear with what you want in life right now? <laughs> Are you because, talking about Jonathan But you kind, in, of, but in you kind of preempt your profile that way because they, yeah. you have to click on what your intention is. If it's casual. They're all full of shit. Can I tell you? I'm sorry. They're all full of shit. <laughs> oh, that was a setup. That was a setup. <laughs> They, no, because everybody, all you know, I have guys who are looking for meaningful relationships and women who are looking for meaningful relationships. And then before you know it, you know, the girls are going on murdy, murder alley and or, you know, going to somebody's house two hours away to go get raped and murdered only to have a one night stand, never to talk to the person again and probably come home very itchy with the STD. 
Wow, that is like the worst alive. case scenario. I'm and, scared and, for the people oh, that are like, you know, quick. Well, even like, here's, let's go to thing. like a simpler version of what I think you're saying regarding like <laughs> how much we could be vulnerable to a perfect stranger. And there, I mean, look, a lot of things have to be gauged along the way. Like, do I want somebody in the first three dates to know where I live? Because if he proves to be or ends up being a stalker with who has a gun, like who, you just, you do have to go there without being a paranoid mess who never wants to date again, right? I like mean, nobody, I, so many people are not though. No, I know. People, some, but some guy gave me his number after two message exchanges. And the second he sent his number, my immediate thought was, what if I'm a psycho? Like now he has to get rid of me. Whereas I'm ready to go to Best Buy and have like a prepaid phone, so you, you, <laughs> you need a burner phone like, for yeah, dating. Exactly. Well, I'm thinking yes. I will. I, I went on a date and um, we met at this restaurant. We started talking for a while, and at the end, you know, it was a nice day. It was a lovely date. In the end, uh, um, I think she said, "Where do you live?" And I said, "Oh, I, I told her where I live. Where do you live?" And she told me, and I'm like, "Oh." Um, she mentioned she takes like the bus. Specific. She, she right. mentioned she takes the bus from there to um, UCLA, which is where we met, a restaurant in Westwood. And I said, "Oh well, like I live like <laughs> down the block from you. Do we? Uh oh, they've come to pick you up. They're, 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 they're finally <laughs> get off of the baby. By the way, I don't have much time. I'm wanted. No. <laughs> um, and I said, "Oh, do you do you want me to give you a ride home rather than take uh, the bus?" And she said, mm, "I don't think." And I went, "No, no, no, I get that. I get that." Yeah. There's a degree Wait, to which you've got to respect that. I would that definitely as murder well. you. Hold on, it's a mistake. Is it yeah, because it's you're so threatening. I'm not a murderer, but yeah, she yeah. she just was kind of you know. But was, was so, it a safety issue, or did she not want to kiss you goodnight? No, it was a safety issue. It, you could you could tell that smart. she was going. Like, this makes sense, and I go nah. I make I don't you know. And that was courteous I, of you. I wanted to yeah offer out of courtesy like oh we'll have fun on the bus. I'll see you and get in my car drive away. It's kind of rude. See Hong Kong. But like. Okay, but I'm just saying some of... Okay, so I call them hoochie mamas or good girls. And uh-huh. so a hoochie mama, somebody who wanted just to hook up and have fun, right. would say yes. But then you're putting yourself at risk because she could be not healthy. And then right. she'd know. Well, then you'd be stuck with her. I don't know how it is for women. For guys, here's how it is. Like, So I'm online and I'm looking for a nice girl who's still fun and all. But I'm looking for something basically long-term-ish. And then I swipe through or whatever, click through, and I see there's a girl. She's got a picture of herself. She's just wearing an apron. Wow. She's naked in an apron. like, And, and then in her she profile, cooks. she says something about how she and her friend, they always exchange another girlfriend. They exchange a photo every holiday season of them in an apron. It's like a sexy apron baking cookies thing. I don't know. It's their inside joke. <laughs> But, okay. but now this is the ordinarily ordinarily the, the the she's saying other things that are kind of you know a, like she's a bit of a loose cannon <laughs> right or... and I'm going definitely not for me but the other hand sexy in the photo but like what it, like, wait 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 what do you do you, what do you do I'm probably clicking on her I'm probably uh-huh. I probably want to meet her the fact that you, you want to get under that apron the the fact that you proceeded to read the profile after you saw that picture. Was interesting because I'm like, too. well, let's just see physical. what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, maybe she's a brain that? surgeon. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe she's What's the brain... story? Well, let me ask that. you yeah. this, if I'm allowed. Um, do no. you think yes. sex early in dating is? I don't want to say words like shameful, but do you think mm. that also like sets the course of like, okay, this could only be this? Like, do you feel like meaningful long-term relationships can happen even if sex comes sooner versus later? Um, I think this is also an age thing. I think the younger people get, the the less a uh, big deal it is. 
um, the younger, the younger people get. Yeah, the yeah, they don't, they don't yeah. like they're more. Complex. There's a there's a question on uh, OK Cupid. OK Cupid is the the dating website. It's free, right? And they have a lot of it's a big questionnaire, and I love that. I love that too. Yeah, because you can really find out like who am I dealing with here, right? And one of them is which is it harder for you to do or something like that, um, or which is a bigger deal for you, oral sex or telling someone you really care. Bigger deal, as in you're opposed to? No, to do. Or I like, guess. like excited what's about. more intimate? <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. It, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. But it to me, I see a wait, dividing wait, I have line. To do that again. What's so? What's what would be a bigger deal for you? Like a harder, like having oral sex with someone or giving somebody oral sex or telling them, them that, that you, you really them. care about them. Well, well first of all, how are they going to understand what you're saying with your dick <laughs> in your mouth? <laughs> I don't think it's not a simultaneous thing. Oh, not at the same time. time. Okay, well, you have to be specific. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I really see this going for I, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a family wedding in the spring. <laughs> so, are you a Harris? <laughs> so, uh, just for people who need to know the clinical aspect of humor, that's to deflect some deep, intimate issues that may be at the surface of something so uh, self-disclosing. So go on, Ivy. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Well, I don't so I know. think that's an age thing. I think the younger you are, uh, at least what I read, the, the younger question. you are, it seems like the women that I've looked at on Provost, it's a bigger deal to tell someone you care. Okay. The older well, you but get, I think that it really is an individual thing and well, sure. and and a chemistry thing because you know there's <laughs> I, I think I've said this on another on another podcast but and I I don't know that it came directly from her but I heard that this was something Debbie Harry said uh, that if you if you meet someone and you want to have sex with them, you should definitely have sex with them on the first date because if it's really good, you don't want to miss out on an opportunity to do it. And if it's really bad, then you don't want to waste any more of your fucking time. So that's one attitude. And she's, sorry, she's older than all of us. Sure. So age or not. Blonde. Yeah, Debbie Hare. Um, But there's also the adage, too, about... I got a swipe on blonde. Women... That is a great sentence. <laughs> yeah, swipe on Blondie. That's going to be the, the title of your autobiography. <laughs> swipe on Blondie. Um, that women decide in the first five minutes whether or not they'll have sex with a man. And after that, a man can fuck that up at any point. But if she's decided no, there's nothing he can really do to get it back. I mean, if I she's do... decided yes, he can fuck it up. But if she's I do think we're no. tapping on something as far as individual cases and to each his own because think about what we were saying just a few minutes back regarding safety. So it's like you can go through all the precautious steps of not giving an address right away, meeting up in a public bright place, all that, right? All those things to safeguard yourself for what it's worth. Then you get to the next level where you are dating exclusively, you do know that you could see a future with this person, you're falling in love, all that. And then you have like three years of a blissful, happy, you know, mutual, good love. But for whatever reason, you're out. You know, like you, you just, you're going a separate way in your life. You have to move to Brazil and whatever, work for a prince. I don't even know if that makes any sense. And this person like flips out, is totally insecure. All of like their demons surface. And like now they're posing a physical threat. Like what if someone you once gave your heart to is now that stalker? That's just as scary as, like, the perfect stranger, month one, week one. But I'm going there because the same could be said for sex sooner in the game, 
like what if there are people who have sex right away and Absolutely. they're and they and they can you know and they're married 30 achieve, years like right marriage mm-hmm. kids family and all that and it didn't work against them or there's the guy who sleeps with you right away and turns on you six months later like you're a slut you put out instantly but guess what Dude, you were that slut too. You know what I mean? Like, there's that double standard. Well, there's standard, a double standard, right? yeah. Don't get itchy. That's all I say. <laughs> Don't get itchy. But I, I, I get your point, and I, I think it's good. And and even though I'm, I, I say that about Debbie Harry, and I say that about you know, you decide in the first five minutes whether or not you'll fuck someone. I, I, I agree. I think it, it has to be a personal values. What's right. important mm-hmm. to you? And when I was dating, there was sort of the standard three date rule. Right, that uh, you know, on the third three date, day roll? yeah, three like date. three dates. Yeah. That's before, still around. You know, I don't know what it is now, and and it, it's not a hard line. <laughs> 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 yeah, mama. If you're lucky, <laughs> like, and then like what qualifies as a date? Right. And that's also something about online dating mm-hmm. is that so many times people, from what I understand, they create a connection before they agree to go out so like how long do you interact with someone online before you agree to meet up which could also be situational like if you know your life is super hectic like think of it though because if if we're depending on online dating more now than ever because we're so busy Mm -hmm. how much of an element does that play in it you know or how much does that play it's like if I meet someone you know, on Monday, February 1st, and we hit it off for whatever reasons. We have good banter. We have similar interests. Great, great, great. But, like, by June, if we haven't met... I mean, I would think for me personally, if you're making an effort to get to know me, see me, meet me, well, you'd have to know within the first month, unless people are taking, like, okay. extended trips or, you know... That makes sense. So, right? But what about... What do you think? Um, I, You know, for me, it's... it's uh, you sort of feel it. Um, you know, I send a message out. Hey, something about your profile. You send something back. Ha ha ha. You send something back. Then I send something back. It seems like after like two or three exchanges, it, like if we keep doing this, we're pen pals. So let's right. let's go out somewhere. Right. Starbucks is depending on us to go get coffee. Right. Let's go. You do this. You can't keep talking about how you should meet. You should just make the plan to meet. Mm-hmm. Well, Mish has to come to that show. Maybe you'll find this statistic interesting. Uh, Pew Research said that a third of people who are using online dating apps or sites uh, never meet anybody. Wow. So a third of people never meet. I'm that third. Them. Yeah. I'm them. I'm that never meet anyone. Um, <laughs> never meet up with someone. But... Can I just say, can we think about intimacy issues, you know, and attachment, right? About anxious attachment or avoidant attachment. I mean, all of this comes into play with people who are testing the waters of dating and the courage and the strength. To, I once had a guy write to, to me try. online that he knew how resistant I was about actually meeting because we did have a dialogue started and there was enough give and take. It's like one to two days would pass until the other were checking in. So we started somewhat of a rhythm, but I was just completely on the fence. And, and you know, it's not like, I don't think online dating is beneath me. And I don't, maybe it is an intimacy issue. I think it's just the work I don't want to do because it is expected. It does come with certain pressure expectation. It's like, if I want something organic or as fate should have it to orgasmic. be or <laughs> orgasmic, if I want it to go from organic to orgasmic, you know, even like comedy, when I make my friends laugh and people are like, you should be in comedy. It's like, oh, but now you expect me to be funny. Like now I have to get up on stage and like deliver. It's like, 
I want it just to kind of create itself the situation. So I know that's not that realistic. But and that goes back to your Trader Joe's thing. Totally. Like, how, how many times are you going to go around Trader Joe's before you meet Mr. Right. You've got yeah. to Three make hours. yourself <laughs> available. It's really important. It doesn't matter if it's online or not, but it's also it goes back to what you are looking for. But women... You know, they they say often that they want these certain things, or men say that they want these certain things, but, you know, you have to do, you have to, you know, my motto, stay open. And I always say stay open because you don't know what it's going to look like. Right. Or you don't need it to be cookie cutter. You don't have to do the online dating. I know. But if you go into the real world... Give somebody eye contact, smile, well, and say hello. And Nobody that's what I was going to say. Anymore. I look at dating at first dates as being like job interviews mm-hmm. too. That's, you know, like sometimes yeah. we, sometimes we should go on interviews for jobs that we don't want just to practice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, batting practice. I agree. Yeah. You know, I have What's to say, step and chat, step and what is it called? Step you and know, repeat. Yes, yeah, step and repeat. Like when you go to the promos, right, oh, on right. the red, on the red like carpet. Yeah, color. that's a good way to look at it. Because Quick. for me, I, I represent that one third who won't actually meet up. And and, I'm, and I struggle with it because I really want to. I keep thinking I'll wake up on a different side of the bed and I'll suddenly be a dating machine. Not a whore, <laughs> but just like someone who will be on that, you know, make it like a job mission and be, you know, treating it like interviews and get to know. There was this one guy that I was starting to say, he couldn't get me to that point. Like he was just there in dialogue uh, you know we might have even had one or two phone conversations and at one point he said why don't I just why don't we just arrange that we pull up at the same red light and you lower we lower our windows and you just you know get, like yeah but he was like trying to like he was trying to yeah. make it easy for Let's make just it easy for me and, and I did appreciate that he, yeah. right like I did appreciate that he realized this is a struggle I can't get past this hurdle of course we never I just dropped we out we never got past out. that hurdle I know what were you going to say Jonathan you were going to Say something else a little while ago. Now nothing. I, can't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> stay open. Stay open. Yeah, just that you never know what it looks like. Do, so, do you all stay open? I mean, really, with the with the style, with the type, with the ages, with multicultural stuff, with disabilities. This is really interesting, though. Uh, that hair color. A lot of the sites that I was finding were coming up on like the ten best dating sites and all of that. And or anytime you look for the best dating online programs platforms 75 to 85 percent of them are caucasian people so i want to know and and Mm -hmm. i i didn't have time to do this research but i want to know where all the minorities are they're writing me they're writing me um (laughs) and and yeah i mean that's that's a high percentage of white people and then on top of it that there's a website now called where white people meet i think think that's kind of a plan where black people meet which is also what is the percentage again 70 it's seven. It's seventy-five to eighty-five percent. These but sites what's are... the percentage of of white people versus non-white people? I mean, I guess it depends on the city, right? And how people identify. Oh, you mean generally also. in the world? Yeah, I'm wondering. Does that reflect not I in the see. world, but in like what's or... classified as quote white? You know what I'm saying? Well, okay, also. it's it's that they they would self-identify as Caucasian because mm-hmm. you know you're filling out profiles. Who wants this to is probably all that stuff way, right? that's. Plenty of Fish is a great website, and I know that's very yes. multicultural. I just know that a lot of people, um, you know, seem to. And that's actually headquartered in Vancouver. It's one of the biggest dating sites with over ninety million users around the world, and so it's available in five different languages. Really, I think honestly, and I'm going to do this as like not Donald Trump sounding <clears throat> as possible, but <coughs> racist. I did no. I did. I selected. Um, Caucasian as the ethnicity I prefer 
as far as people pursuing me. And they're just, it doesn't matter. Like, people of all flavors are writing me. And that makes me resentful. And here's the thing, like, I had a Latin lover years ago. Like, I'm not opposed or against dating outside of my race, but I, I know what I initially prefer. I just know. I mean, it's like, I don't even prefer blonde-haired men. So is that, can you look at a hair color and treat it the same as a skin color? I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to sound naive, but really, like, if you have a preference, you have a preference, right? Yes, but then that yes. could be limited and not thinking outside the box, and you're missing a whole bunch of people that could challenge you in that area. But what I'm trying to say is, and not if, stay they're, so if they're overlooking my preference in the first place, is that me being extra sensitive or somewhat dramatic to take it personally and be frustrated by that? Like, I don't like you're think not acknowledging I, what I'm asking for. In but the I don't range. think a Hispanic man is looking, going, she only likes white guys. I'm going to get her. Like, I don't think it's like that. I think it's like, oh, there's a pretty girl. Let me see. I don't... Well, I, don't like yeah, I can tell you what's happening. Yeah, they're never reading it. They're not reading yes, it. Yes, they don't they're read it. They're looking at your picture going, pretty, next. Yes. Cl pretty, click on the thing, next yeah, person. I, I, pretty, I, I, pretty, 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 white girl. Yeah. <laughs> cut and paste, it. my little cut and paste thing, next. Pretty, I mean, cut and paste, next. Yeah. <laughs> so, this honky's cute. They're not reading. They're not reading. I mean, those guys that are doing it. I mean, it's, you know, it's the... um. I think there there are some guys that I I have a friend who's like five six, and he has an impossible Ugh. time dating. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Um, Does and he say he's five six? He used to. Mm, and now that six is turned upside down, and suddenly it's five. Well, nine. what what he learned is is that he can't get women to respond to him at oh. five six. Yeah, so and then when he shows why... up early to the date and he sits on the bar stool at the bar, so he's seated and she can't see what he looks like standing. <laughs> Until two hours and three drinks <laughs> later. Oh, is this sounding a little too familiar for me? It, it, guys lie about height and women lie about age. And weight. And weight. And weight. <laughs> when, when we, I haven't seen a lot of weight uh, yeah. on the online profiles. Oh, I guess body types. No, body sometimes. types maybe. Or, but, but But I think photographs are the lie with women. Uh -huh. yeah. Like you're talking about, you know, putting out Your the high best. photographs. Yeah, or putting out things with like super, like 20,000 filters where, you know, it looks like you just came out of the womb and like your skin is so mm -hmm. baby perfect mm -hmm. and you're like in the Sybil Shepherd lens with but Maria Ansolini. I mean, but guess what? That's such a dated but reference. But Everybody's <laughs> like, who's Sybil <laughs> Shepherd? Wait, well, last picture show. Look it up, everybody. The, um, she always like, it's like Bruce I, Willis yes. is like a real person. It's on her. She's got like, you know, she's all soft. Oh my God, I love that show. But guess what? I mean, I mean, we're, as women, we do have that advantage of wearing high heels and altering our height. Of and course. And fake eyelash, anything, hair extension, like, so, but that's from the beginning of time, right? I mean, always and only. So, to a degree, we've been doing and getting away with it all along. I mean, I've seen pictures of me online in profile, like, where it is kind of, like, makeup-free in morning. Like, you know, I'm mostly makeup-free, running errands and going about my day, so... What's her face? A millionaire matchmaker? She's like, you have to be ready to meet the man of your dreams only in always. So it's like if you're running to CVS because you're out of Listerine, she thinks you should be like in a prom dress with your hair done. See, I feel the opposite because I feel like the man of your dreams, it, if you are the woman of his dreams, it doesn't matter what I you're agree. fucking wearing. Right. I mean, people ask me what should I wear on a first date and I, I say the minimum that you yes. that you feel comfortable and, and confident in and Try yeah. not to go overboard, you know, too much makeup too, too much lipstick. Men don't want to kiss the mouth with too much makeup too. You know, you don't want to look too high maintenance either. And unless you really are, 
And then that's the yeah. message that you're trying. If that's Be your natural horrible, high maintenance person. And if you feel beautiful internally, it doesn't matter if your exactly. hair is up in a bun. Actually, and Jonathan, you can speak to this. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, uh, most men will say they love that natural, beautiful, uh, authentic self. They don't like all that. I, I know also in sessions, it'll be like six months in and the girls will say, oh my God, and I woke up without my makeup and he's still like me. <laughs> you know, and some men will come in and say, I was frightened. After she took off her extensions, didn't get any more, you know, fillers or not you? working. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, they look frightening. Can I just tell you guys, I'm like more discouraged now than ever. I hope you're happy. <laughs> Why? Well, because, because I just, my brain, like I'm a social person. I have a big heart. I trust I'll find love and I believe I won't die alone, but, or with <laughs> 10 cats, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot. Each next freaking phase of it is fucking work and it's just like the getting to know you phase the the um lowering everyone's guard okay so like when the makeup isn't on and it is the morning like you know does he hold my hair back when i'm throwing up from food poison like okay all those tests and things you have to go through but then their friends you have to meet their relationship with their family their friends girlfriends their friends wives like just it's exhausting to me, and I know that sounds really bad. And but then, that's any relationship, know, right? That doesn't matter then, where you've met them or how you've met them or when you've met them. And and I think part of it is just for you might be just shifting your particular point of view. I have a bad attitude from from looking at it as work to looking at it as fun and and an adventure. And like I don't know what I'm gonna find out about myself with this person and. Right. And looking at every interaction as an opportunity to learn something about yourself and somebody else and what you want and what you like. And, you know, it's only as much work as we make it work. I always think about changing the words that we use in our head. Like, instead of saying, oh, I've, I've, I have to go to work today. Like, I get to go to work today. I'm right. so fucking lucky to be able to do what I do. And I believe, okay... On that if your note. soul is filled, by the way, right? But not right. if you're, you know, going and at a bank and you're like, right? If you're well, like but in a soul sucking reality, but, sure. <laughs> but at the same time, I would also say, oh even if you aren't happy yeah. and you're trying to, well, hopefully you're trying to get to a place where you're happy. But at the same time. If you've got a job at a bank, you are somebody with a fucking job at a bank. How many Access people are there out money. there who want jobs? <laughs> be grateful. Want, yeah, be grateful yeah. for what you have and where you're at. And that doesn't mean that you are going to set, settle necessarily and say, this is it. And I'm going to just come to a place where I accept that my soul isn't filled. But but I hear what you're saying as far as like how to treat it in, like an adventure or, or whatever kind of experiment and what you discover about yourself along the way. I get all that. And I'm, I'm still open to all that. And, you know, it's funny because in August we had such a brutal summer. It was so hot. Like, you know, there were so many days where it was like 100 degrees before it was even noon. And there was a guy I met and we had been working like on the same show. And... Just like blue eyes, cute, fa like he just, like I just got instantly smitten. And he was a good kind of energy from my kind of brain. And we had a lot of banter and the same way of joking. But he was just like dive-in kind of guy. Like, where are you tonight? What are you doing? Like, you know, he was just Mr. Like Makeup for Lost Time. Like we found each other and I just got sucked right in. And I think my idiot detector breaks when it's like over 95 degrees out because come to find he's just like a fool and I Brain was going sweat. to raise a question to you guys like can a person be too honest talk like we're talking about putting out an advertisement of like the fake hair the nails the makeup what about like if they're 
purging honesty at all times we're forward to a month later of like dating and I use air quotes this guy I didn't sleep with him but we were dating and we liked each other and then he tells me that he's about to meet up with his ex-girlfriend who he still had a birthday gift for and I was like oh okay and I'm thinking I'm 40 I have to be mature like people come with people it's cool like I'm not sweating that like I'm not 17 and ready to run you over like I did with that boyfriend at that time I mean I didn't run him over but I threatened him but anyway so like he tells me the same conversation, two-hour conversation, because, by the way, he's not just a texter. He's good for phone calls. So that, like, for me, you could be – it's better than being a millionaire. Like, you like picking up the phone and hearing my voice. But I realize in enough weeks put in that he likes hearing his voice. Like, he loved hearing himself. Talk. Mm. Fine. So be it. So now he's about to meet up with the ex. He's got this gift that's been sitting for two months in his closet for her. And you still haven't had sex with him. Haven't slept with him. And that's funny. You went right back to that to remind our audience. Hi, Mom. But he, um, <laughs> but he uh, tells me, and he was a talker, and he said, well, when I get back in town, um, I look forward to what we started, and I feel great about us, and we're going to take this to the next level. And I said, well, why are we waiting? Like, why not now? What do you, what do you have unfinished business with the ex? And I kind of said it, kind of goofing, and he's like, well, I don't know, you know, uh. we could be out to dinner, and the next thing you know, she's going down on me. I'm like, what? And like... <laughs> Hmm. Did I need to hear that? Do I appreciate his honesty? I mean, that was it. I... Well, in a way, though, maybe you didn't want to hear it, need whatever, but maybe you didn't want to hear it. Yeah. But in a way, how great to hear that right then. I mean, that's information. I mean, right. what if you had slept with him or what right. if you had felt like, I'm falling in love with this person, they said something like that. It's devastating enough to the ego when you're not fully in- invested. invested. That way. Right. You know, so there's, there's part of your heart that was actually protected by that information. Right, and I bring that example up because here's a guy that the last I knew I was really ready to like and bring around to the family and imagine future planning with and then ruin it for himself, but it was a lesson I needed to learn. And then I think I also have a hard time with certain signs or indications or flags going in. And one of the things you wrote in this outline of stuff we'd covered today is like how to know kind of it's somewhere when the date's taking a bad turn and Jonathan you mentioned how that coworker mm-hmm. who got a kick out of you as when you worked together right. on that show approached you made the first move at that rap party but then like it fell flat when you actually took the date and who know I mean it's like so what things just bringing up your question like what things are telltale signs that this date is only going to be this one date um, well, you know, I'm going to skip that question for a second. I'll come back to that. But the, because you were talking, like, what a rigmarole the whole dating thing is. And yeah. What a pain in the ass it is and all that, which is true. It And it is like a job. The reason why is because it is like a job interview and you have to be in your best behavior and everyone feels that. And so it's just basically you're, you find yourself in like a one act play every yeah. time you go out. And it just becomes <laughs> exhausting to have to put on the performance all the time. But what I learned was the reason you want to keep doing it is to figure is to figure out how to tell your story because that's what people want to hear on that first date what's your story what's your story Um, and you don't know how to tell that story until you've told it a lot I agree I've thought of that too and there are people that don't think about that at all sometimes it's too much honesty yeah on the date and I'm trying to think specifically what some red flags would be. Red flags. But people people often talk and they don't hear themselves. Oh, one guy told me we went out on dinner at dinner, 
we were literally not even at the first course. We had um, our garden salads in front of us. And as I was sticking my fork into a cherry tomato, he revealed that he had one testicle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making that up. Is there a better but, you know, food I... for him to do that? <laughs> but then I did appreciate his honesty. It was one of those, like, we don't have to eventually discover this. Like, let me just put it all out there. So, but he And he was also an East Coaster, so I appreciated that savvy. But he, uh, no surprises. I kind of realized within what? the first 10 minutes I didn't need to, he just, I didn't need to know it that. It was enough, like, I, it, he, it was better off on paper than the person I had in front of me. But as I was chatting, I don't know if I was more chatty because I didn't care mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh-huh. I don't think I was nervous. I was like, whatever. Did you that know? matter to you? What, that I was chatty? No, that he had one testicle. No, no. <laughs> no, no. But here's the thing. He told me that I like to talk, and here's how he here's how he designed his interpretation of me. He said, "Oh, you talk a lot," and he said it with a smile mm-hmm. and like a nod in his head. And then he said, uh, "Most of my friends would have a hard time with that, but I, I don't. I don't." <laughs> it's like, ouch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's there. There are uh, there are a lot of guys that have read those uh, pickup artist books, and that's uh, a pickup artist thing. It's it's like a that's a. Slap, backhanded slap. Yeah, right. that's what that is. Yeah, that could annoy others, that but is. I'm good with it. A lot of You're people like... don't like freckles, but you know they're kind of cute on you. It's, right. it's that it's that kind of uh, right. that move. <laughs> Red you gotta be flag. careful of those guys. Yeah, those guys you got to be real careful of. People who talk about themselves too much. I mean, there's got to be a give and take. Sometimes you know it's hard to break the ice. You don't want to depend also like on too much alcohol. You know, I don't know. There's but a lot of things. That goes to sort of the staying open thing too. And, and sometimes people, and, and maybe Wendy, you could, you have something to add to this, but this idea that on a date, people get very nervous as right. well and can start to talk yeah. to fill in. Mm-hmm. It's like in therapy, sometimes yeah. people have a hard time just sitting and being quiet or being, or waiting for the other person to respond. Like we'll see in couples. So, so self-regulation is what you all are either seeing or not seeing. But you're, what you're about seeing like, someone who can't regulate their internal, you know, they're so anxious and that happens all the time. Or it's the opposite where a lot of men who have social anxiety will tell me they're quiet. They're just like, right, they, don't, they're, they don't know what to do because they're yeah. scared anything that they do. So they just, they just are quiet. And they might actually appreciate somebody who's talking a lot. Or the woman might be quiet, and then there's that awkward <laughs> silence. But they're not really. Then you silent. just start singing. That's really the. <laughs> I, I can tell you. I can tell you red flag. There's there's a, a couple of red flags on dating profiles. This could be useful. Yes, there's, please. There's one. There's one thing particular. Well, there's there's a picture thing that I would think is funny. It's not it's yes. not necessarily a red flag, but it's funny. A lot of women will have as either their main or one of their or many of their dating profiles. Um, them at a wedding mm-hmm. in the bridal party yeah, yeah. what do you nice. call it and Strong I, I, message, I think what they're yeah. I think what they're doing is like oh he, I was, this is the last time I was made up really nice right but all, every time I see it no, I, all I'm thinking is I can't believe this bitch got married been... before me I cannot yeah. believe it <laughs> I'm getting on okay keep I'm getting a harmony immediately. Oh, is the bridesmaid never I cannot bride. believe this ugly cow is getting married and I'm not. This is outrageous. You know, um, though Jonathan, I also hear from a lot of my male clients that their confusion about these women who have these pictures of themselves and they're all dolled up or sexy. They're not uh-huh. the bridesmaid's pictures. And I'd I'd love to hear your your reaction to this. Yeah. And they 
they read the profile or they read a th- something and it's and it says like no hookups, you know, like uh-huh. only oh, yeah. serious yes. inquiries. Yeah. But basically, they're like overflowing out of their bra <laughs> right, and right. lingerie and their puffy yeah. lips, and they look and like apron you with know, no clothes on. Right, come hither, stare. Right. And... Yeah. So, what do you do in that situation when you get those mixed messages from women? Well, so one the thing that I most dislike, me personally, is the big list of here's what I don't want. There are a lot of a lot of women will put on their profile. Here's what I don't uh. want. You know, jerks that don't call back. Guys yeah. that only text and never call. Guys who um, still live with their parents. Guys who say they're going to do blah, blah, blah. You know, it's all that kind of... We just want to hook up. And when I look at that, I think a couple things. Like, one, the asshole guy doesn't read your profile and go, Oh, she doesn't want an asshole. I guess I won't contact <laughs> well, her. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. He's uh, a jerk. He right. It's not stopping that guy. I, I told yeah. my cousin once, because of a bad experience with a boyfriend... That I want to tell the upcoming guys, potential people to date, you can't be cheap. She's like, people don't know they're cheap. Right. Right. You right. know? And then the other thing is that I see this long list of, like, here's what I don't want. And I think, I mean, I get it. Like, you, you're online. A lot of jerks have contacted you. You've been out with a lot of horrible people. And you made this list because yeah. of that. I totally get that. But a nice guy looks at that and just goes, here's a big list of things. Here's rules. Well, I haven't even gone out with her yet. Well, so washed up, like chewed up and spit out. And that's tough because I, I'm, and I'm getting like perked up over this because I stop myself from being that chick who lists, here's what you can't be. Right. Here's how you won't meet me. Red flag. Mm-hmm. Because that doesn't sound hopeful or adventurous or, it's just or so like negative, a you good know? attitude or positive approach. Wendy's like tripping over herself. <laughs> I love it. I once went on a date with a guy who stared at some chick the whole time. Who was just like <laughs> dancing and shimmying and like making. I, and then that's another thing. It's like when we discover ourselves along the way, right? In this job interview mode, how do you stick up for yourself without being comfortable? How do you say, in the. When do you. I think you once told me a story we were chatting about dudes and dates that like a guy showed up in a crumpled t shirt and you were like, I'm done. Like. You know, just like how dare you? Like, well, he wasn't fresh and clean, right? And you know, some women would totally be okay with that. You know, they would like that rugged kind of. He doesn't. I mean, I don't. I didn't need earthy, like, earthy, <laughs> or you know, yes, just uh, natural. Uh-huh. Um, you know, uh, they bring the funk. Vegan ish. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. If you're plenty you of vegans? plenty of okay. vegans smell absolutely beautiful. Plenty yeah, I know they're natural ish. Yeah. So, so it's not like I needed you know polo shirt showing up, but fresh and clean, or you know, show just that you care. ready for a date, like yeah. just ready, ready to show up. You know, you clean put in a little and fresh. I mean, well, a little effort. A little effort says you were worth putting in a little effort. Like, like it's, I mean, you it's... don't show up with bedhead. Right. <laughs> I think for I think for someone like you specifically, Ivy, is that is that you should treat these dates like you're um, hosting a talk show. Well, it's funny you say that because I could do it if I make it like a homework mission, like I'm ready to blog about it. I could psych myself into it more. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's maybe that's the answer yeah. for you. Because to me, that's the best way to to um, the initial dates for me is questions. Because I mean, first of all, like I want to know about you. But second, it makes a person feel like, oh, this guy's interested in me because he's asking questions about me. Yeah. Um, and it, if you're a person that's awkward and uncomfortable talking about yourself, it works really well because I don't have to talk about myself. I can just say, oh, do you have any siblings? Oh, do you, you know, have you ever been to France? And now you're talking. I don't have to do anything. So, yeah. And, you know, you, you have a sort of very um, devious personality. You could have a lot of fun on a date if you yeah, saw exactly. it that way. 
No, I agree. And, and, and I could have fun with it that way. I, I kind of have to think outside of the box for them to have a chance to get inside of mine. But the, so, uh... Yeah, well, you know, Wendy talks about staying open, and I talk a lot about being curious and staying curious. And that kind of goes into what you're talking about, Jonathan. And especially mm-hmm. for men, I tell men all the time, just ask questions. And But it's the same for women. You know, people love to talk about themselves because mm-hmm. that's one subject that we all know really really well what about like i mean again this is one of those what's important to you kind of things but you know what questions can you ask and i think i saw this on facebook and i pulled it up and glanced at it for two seconds and i should have sent it to myself but it's like the five things to look for on a date you know and it was like where do you see yourself and for me what the relationship with their family would be key Mm -hmm. because i have a big family and you know if you're in my world like you will be involved in a lot of family events and (laughs) happenings you know but, like, again, fine line, like, you want them to respect and love their mother, but not, like, live for their mother that you're going to be, you know, challenged by the mother's thoughts or opinions mattering more than your, like... But then some people like that where their mama's boys and can fit in true. with that cultural, you right. know, um, style. The one thing... So I was single for a very long time. I've had several few-year relationships here and there, but for the most part, until I was 40, I didn't meet my husband. And I, I think there's a difference. I always say with people, there's a boy, a guy, and a fully cooked adult man. And I think there's a girl, a gal, and a fully cooked adult woman. And I, I think it's important to know where you come from developmentally, uh, you know, because how many times have we talked to women who say, oh my gosh, he just cracked jokes and he was so immature and like I really wanted a deep conversation. Uh, or, you know, the man will, um, you know, really be this fully cooked adult man, but take a date with a girl who's like beautiful on the outside and looks like a adult woman, but on the inside, like she's six years old and you can't really have a conversation with her. You know I love when a guy says, mind is, is the is in L.A. story is Steve Martin's character, and this is an older movie, but uh, is Steve Martin's character and Sarah Jessica Parker's character. So, yes. You know, that there's... <laughs> Yes, with uh, with the heart over, yeah, <laughs> the way she spells her name. Um, but that there is a limit to how long those kinds of connections can last for a lot of people because it seems like it's fun in the moment when there's such a big difference in terms of the development level that they're at, like you're describing. And it However, we're from Los Angeles, so that's all we see in Los Angeles <laughs> yeah, is 80-year-old men and 20-year-old girls. Oh, I love it. I love but, when the guy says, like, the age range he's looking for is 25 to 52. Like, what? Like, how are they? There's no, they're such different conversations. But the so. other thing is, is that the, when you're talking about you know, where you are developmentally, somebody might be socially much more playful and younger, but then very serious when it comes to work or when it comes to their family. (laughs) You know, that's something also we have to stay open about is understanding that people may be more developed in one area than another. So it's just kind of trying to find somebody who's... the least the, the least annoying match or or the, <laughs> or the oh, most com, the most that would be my headline someone who you can just barely tolerate can you annoy like, me the least like my husband and I have the same areas of immaturity like where and and I'm saying that in terms of like where we like to be silly and weird and and we generally take the same things seriously I personally was never with the fully cooked adult man and when he walked into my life 
that's who I married. I never even, I think I wasn't fully cooked adult myself. I think that I was career woman and just work, work, work. And if relationships happen, they happen. That's why I'm so passionate about teaching people to be really clear about what you want. If, if you don't care and it happens, that's one thing. But if you come to see me and you say, I want marriage and children, you got to do specific things. You can't, yeah, I mean, you can no, do whatever No, I agree. You want, I'm getting sick of people saying, like, casual... it happens when you stop looking. Like, no, you have to, like we said. Be intentional. You have to be on a mission. And the other thing I just want to say is. Jonathan's got a look on his face like, hmm, well, this is fascinating. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, I mean, I think that. I had such a good point, and I lost it. That you're, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The fully cooked. cooked man that you've got to know what you oh, want. yeah, here. Right. So coping strategies. Um, I think I would have never ended up to be my fully cooked self if I didn't have all those years of dating and yes. dates and different types and I did stay open, and it's really when I relaxed after working that mental muscle, as we call it in therapy, really developing who I am and, and finding strength and confidence and, and really, like you said, Jonathan, with every date, developing that story, de- relaxing, really embracing who you are and going, I come to the table with an amazing, you know, package. Uh, package. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> package. Okay. All right. Um, well, maybe. No, I'm no, not, yeah. <laughs> a different web, website entirely. Yeah. But you know, like, I, here's what I bring to the table, and 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 uh, and I would like equally someone to to fill my soul. And if you can't bring to the table at least what I am bringing, then then give me a good reason why I shouldn't be single, and 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 celebrate myself and enjoy life and tell someone really fills your soul that way. Uh, what I'm saying is there's a beautiful aspect of being single, but those dates, all those nights alone, sometimes I couldn't wait to be done with the date so I could get back to my flannel jammies I put out and a frozen mac and cheese and my Sopranos, you know? I had everything waiting for me because Even that was your really meals the- weren't fully cooked. <laughs> And I know plenty of people who are in longer term relationships, but who have been dating for a long time, but still have their own places, still like to sleep in their own beds. I would not give up my singlehood forever. I loved it. I mean, I embraced it. I got my candles out. I put beautiful flowers out. I mean, that was the real date, if you think about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's a stop and and chat. And Wendy, I think also in chit chat that we've shared in the past, I think you're also good. See, when I, if I, I was a teenager, young adult, like mid to late 90s, so like when I was like first driving or sneaking into bars, not technically of drinking age, but if a guy bought me a drink and if it was someone I wasn't interested in, I would still put my time in because he just went through the trouble and money of buying me a drink. And my Mm -hmm. friends were like, no, like, why are we stuck with this guy, you know? But now forward to... <laughs> Jonathan's looking at you like... Oh. That's why I don't buy drinks. I'm the devil right now. But my question is, because I know we've like shared conversations as far as... And this, again, is taking a negative slant. But what about making them go away? Like, do we owe it to the other after two to three dates where we know we don't see a potential anything to say, like, you might not be the guy for me? Like, I, I sometimes feel like when a guy showed me interest but then slipped off because he probably just went back into the pool of all the other girls... It's like, do I want that explained to me? Do I feel like that's owed to me? Or do, or how sooner or later is that required kind of thing? All right. I have a, I have a theory on this. Yes. Um, so, first of all, on every date I ever go on, I never at the end say, 
we should do this again, or I'll call you. Ooh, wow. really? Never do it. Because it, it's like it's a how's the weather thing that people say to try to be nice. Yeah. But it sets up an expectation, and then you go away thinking, well, but he said, but, 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 but he said, but he said. Yeah. If you don't say it, yeah, there's a certain, like, I don't know if that went well or not because he didn't say we should do this again. Yeah. But at least you're not saying something that you don't mean. So I, I never say it. The other thing is that I, I used to think, well, people that you go out with and you never hear from again, you're like, well, well what was it? I, what right. was it? I mean, at least she could say. And then one woman, uh, I emailed her and, or messaged her and said, uh, well, that was, you know, that was fun. Do you, you want to go out again this weekend? And she said, no, you know what? I, I don't think you're really the right person because, and then she sort of listed <gasps> one or more reasons <laughs> was why. Was she, like, nice about it? Well, yeah, I don't think it was out. that mean. I don't I don't remember exactly what it was, but it wasn't that mean, but um and maybe it was vague. Maybe it was like, "Oh, you're someone I could see being a friend maybe, but I don't there really wasn't a romantic spark or something like that." And I okay. thought, "You know what? It's actually better to not hear anything." Oh, I don't really? know. So I think it is. Well, better to not I'm not saying part 2 of the feedback, uh-huh. but wouldn't you want to know if it's a yes or a no so you know to pursue it as a man? Oh, sure, but not the list. No, I, I'm not saying part saying? 2 of no, the feedback I, of what like for instance, right. when right. I was single, for so many years, mm-hmm. so long, I am <laughs> maybe the gender thing. Um, I, for myself, I, if I liked them, I needed to know if it was. Right. <laughs> I couldn't. I was impatient, so it was like uh-huh. I. I would think we'd be on a really great date, and and then he'd give me the cheek, and I and I would have a big question mark driving home, like we were so green light, and then I got the red light at the end. Very confused, and I would call them for clarification. Uh-huh. And I would say, "You want the exit interview?" So, uh, Sam, we had a nice time, right? And he was like, "Yes, yes, we did. We had a lovely time. Good day. It's a great. We had a good time." And I said, "So, like, um, you know, we, you know, went in for the, you know, like I thought we were gonna, and I got the cheek, and then like you didn't really." And, uh, and he said, you know, he said, you shared in the past, I'm not a smoker anymore, but I was. He said, you know, I'm an avid runner and you're a smoker. And so I don't date smokers. And I said, thank you so much. I really appreciated that feedback because it helped me to not obsess and not, you know, freak out and not take it personally. Like, I mean, I should, it was great because he really helped me to think, you know, that well, I shouldn't. I would also say that if you if we're talking about after a first date, you know, what what are our obligations to people after mm-hmm. a first date? That's going that's going to that's going to be a factor, and, and it's an interesting. And if you thing haven't kissed, about. that's obviously. Right. But but my whole feeling is, I I was never that I'm I'm never you know. But this is me, and, and I have a really hard time accepting criticism, so I don't go looking for oh, it. Oh, I do. Um, <laughs> but, or I didn't that when I was your younger. Worst quality. It is my worst quality. <laughs> See, what I did there? See what I did? Um, but I um, <laughs> we can't stand but, that about you. But what I but what I, I what I do it. feel is that. What if you don't have a second date, or they don't contact you, or even if you get just the amount of feedback that you know, and I don't think this is going to work out, is not to take it personally because yeah. you can't truly know. So somebody cannot truly know you after mm-hmm. one date right. or looking at your profile or talking to you for a couple of weeks. And can and I just clarify something? You have just laid it all on the table. Regarding yes. criticism, I just want to clarify. I'll ask you your opinion, but I'm not saying I believe that. 
or you know I'll take it with a grain of salt but it was just so that it helps me determine if I should pursue or not. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So like, I'm not saying that what you're doing is wrong or bad at all. I'm just kind of saying that this is another yeah. perspective. Right. Yeah, yeah, but also, think, like, remember back in the day, or whatever, you ever hear, hear the concept, like, no news is good, good news? But right, it's like, yeah. no response is your answer. <laughs> I think right? it's, like, right. Uh, for me, I think most people are more like Jenny than, like, you. Because I think, <laughs> because cause truthfully, if we're being honest, we if have to if I don't want to go out with you on a second date, I either am not attracted to you or I don't like your personality. And neither one is easy to hear. And, yeah. and neither one actually is actually going to help you either. Uh-huh. So to me, it always just seemed, it seemed like when the when the first time I, I a woman wrote back to me and essentially was saying to me either, I don't want to sleep with you. I can never see myself sleeping with you. Five, five what was it, five minutes in? <laughs> five minutes in. Um, I knew that. I knew that so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> or I just find your personality objectionable. Like, that didn't help me and just kind of made me feel... Like, you you, you sit there going, like, God, what kind of asshole doesn't even... He should at least have the courtesy, this guy, who said, I'll call you, to tell me what it was. That I, but you know what? You don't mean that. Because what when about... you hear it, for most people, for you might be different, for most people, it's like, God, that hurt to hear. And it would be much better to just... That guy vanishes. No. And okay, you what, stop about stuff, about what about stuff you could take with you? Like, what if she's like, you mentioned your ex-girlfriend, like, five times? And then you're like, oh, I should stop doing that. You know, what if it's a tip you could use for the future next one. dates? But yeah. the thing yeah. is, is that if you really liked that guy and that was the only thing, okay. you, it, you wouldn't be, it, it was more than that. Okay. You know what I mean? It. It's always more than just one thing because otherwise you would just fix that one thing. Right. And um, Jonathan, this is really fixable. important. This yeah. is really important because it kind of goes back to, again, uh, so I'm an attachment therapist, which means that looking at the genetic history plus every experience that you've had growing up, mm-hmm. um, it's either nature or nurture, right? So when we come to the date for a coffee or a glass of wine or a chicken dinner, if you're lucky to get three <laughs> dates into, I always said I couldn't get to the chicken dinner. I just couldn't so get funny. to the dinner. Cause, it's you the Zanku so- date. It's what? Zanku chicken. Is that a chicken? Is oh, that a restaurant? Okay. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, right around here. Right, you should go. Uh, what was that other chicken place? There's another chicken. Chicken on fire! I'm sorry. No, what? There's another chicken. Chick fil A? No. El Pollo Loco. That's oh, what I think. No. <laughs> okay, so anyway. So. The chicken day. You know, it's. It, it would. It would. Um, because of my traumatic history growing up in a certain type of a family, mm-hmm. uh, whether you had trauma or whether you had a wonderful, I mean, what, whatever genetic component along with your experience equals your um, attachment style, you're going to show up and projections are going to go crazy. True. You are going to, even uh, over coffee, will project certain unconscious or subconscious things onto me. And so I'm going to project them onto you. And one of the scariest things for me was that silence. Silence equaled Hmm. neglected. And Mm -hmm. silence equaled a frightening thing in my family. Different things meant different things. If you were fighting, at least I knew where everybody stood. But if it was quiet, then the shit was going to hit the fan or whatever. So some PTSD-ish kind of stuff. You know, it was just part of, you know, who I was and my schema um, and being mindful. So... It was a coping skill for me, if you think about it, just a little bit of taking care of me. I needed to know so I can move forward because the leaving, hanging felt like um, too anxiety provoking Mm -hmm. for me. So for some people, Mm -hmm. 
it's either or, you know, it's not all or nothing. Some people can tolerate that. And for some silence equals, like you said, Ivy, like it could be good. No news is good news. I mean, it could mean so much for different people. To me, the big red flag is if they disappear, you don't hear from them and you and you are okay with that or you find a way to be like okay so that they're not going to call or it's not going to go another step and that that's cool yeah, but gonna, then like two three months later you get a text what's <laughs> up yeah oh yeah plenty of those or, or just the middle of the night the one i am like what's happening and it's like up. wait a minute you, I, you know I, yeah exactly you up it's at that point that i would be very comfortable saying what the hell? Yeah. Like, you know, you disappeared, and mm-hmm. and so what was that about? But, but again, it's about them, and it's not about... You. Sure. I, I just there, don't feel like... I mean, I may not be the right person, and I'm terribly flawed. It's also I'm as, timing. It's, it's also timing. It's intimacy. It's also what's going on in your life at the time. If you have... Exactly. If you're actively dating and not sure, and, you know, just because someone comes back a couple months or weeks later doesn't mean they're not of quality and can't have a second look, as they call it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. But it's at that because point in time you can ask how are they preempting that? Because there was some actor dude I met, and honestly, I, I do. I, I'm not even a romance movie. I grew up with movies like Dumb and Dumber, you know, and like anything Adam Sandler. So it's not like I'm like Casablanca in my head. <laughs> but it's like there was this actor dude I met, and he was on a soap opera I knew. And the weird thing was, like, I never went to a bar by myself. I'm not judging those who do, but. I never went, and then I was, like, particularly stressed from this job I was at, and we were just in, in over our heads, and I was exhausted. And I literally left, like, a 14-hour work day, and I was like, I am going to a bar, I am having a cocktail, and I am being served right now. Like, that's all my mindset was. And I sit at this bar, and here's this guy, and I'm like, why do I know him? Why do I know him? And then forward to 20-something minutes later, he was on the soap I grew up on, and then he was, like, on another soap later. And we're chatting, and we're <laughs> hitting it up. Luke? But... <laughs> No, but he, but he was telling the bartender before us engaging that he was in love with some Swedish girl, and I'm thinking like, all right, all right, unavailable. But there we both were. Then as we chit chatted in the last ten minutes until I left, he's like, oh, you can't leave yet. I ordered the duck salad, and and he's like, you have to try it. And I'm like, I kind of like that. Like that's the family I grew up with. Like they shove food at you. Like they won't take no for an answer. <laughs> So now he's like shoving his duck in my mouth. And that's <laughs> seriously not code for anything. That's brown. truly how it went. And we give like a firm handshake goodbye. And he's like, lovely meeting you. Hope to see you again. And I was like, well, what was that? You know, forward to two freaking days later, we run into each other again. I'm like, this is cosmic. Like, this is what I need. Like the world, the planets are aligning. I didn't even have to go to Trader Joe's. No, he ends up being just like a bar fly in the neighborhood. Like the same neighborhood. Red flag. Okay, so then, yes, red flag. And I have all my answers if I want to stop and take a closer look. But mm. my problem is one of the ruts I fall into is I go so long with nothing, nobody, nothing that the first person who like pops up You're my thirsty. radar, I make him. <laughs> yeah, it's like right water in the oasis of like non-dating, and so I make him make more sense for the reasons I'm allowing. Right. So then he ends up being someone who we got back in touch like over text. I don't remember the timeline now. How many months later? But then we were gearing up for this great dinner he's going to make me. But then his father falls ill and he's mm. in Vegas. And fine, I believe it. I get it. And I do think people should put family first. Whatever. He writes me months later. I mean, like three seasons later. And he's like, how, he's about, a that, slow how about that dinner? 
And it's like, I could, I feel like I was, and we had like just made out, like whatever we were when we got together for the few times we did. But like, I could have easily had permission to be like, you know what, buddy? Like, who do you think I am or who do you think you are? You know? And I just left it alone, you know? And I, and I am vocal. And I could be like you, Wendy, where it's like, well, here's where that went wrong, you know? Or in this case, I wasn't asking him why he dropped out on me. But when you talk about them popping up months later, I think it's nervy. And you say, you're, you you're throwing no the bone idea, and but, I'm not okay with but it. But you have no idea what's going on. And is it is it in a perfect world? I always talk about my perfect world versus, you know, real life. In a perfect world, it'd be great for him. Let's just say, you know, that he said, you know, I just want to share with you that I had a loss in my life and I didn't have the words to blah, blah, blah. And I want, you know what I mean? Like, but if you shouldn't put words he have said that it, in the original text? Like, but should? Is it, yeah. is it, does everybody have to have maybe, I mean, it depends again. If you are at a time in your life and you also want to grow that with someone if he was of quality and a good match and whatever it is. You know what I mean? And if you don't want to waste your time. Well, <laughs> for me, well, the other know, thing is, is you know what you're getting. If somebody's contacting you, like then you have, then you're able to make a choice. And if it could take you and leave you. Right, and life yeah. is choices, right? He made the choice to, you know, if something terrible was happening, he didn't feel comfortable sharing it, something legitimate that kept him away from you, he made the choice of saying, I don't want to share that right now. And that was a bad choice in that case. <laughs> in my because it world, turned you off. for me, yeah. Um, or if, you know, uh, I mean, that's happened to me. There was, I asked same some guy? girl. Same guy. <laughs> um, John Stamos, right? Talking about the same guy. Blackie um, and then. Oh. I asked some girl out online. She said yes. And then she. You got she, grandfathered? She, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was a full house. Yeah. And she, um, she, uh, she disappeared for a while. And she came back and went, oh, sorry. You know, I was, I went out of town with some friends and. And you know what? I have to stop you to say, I feel like that's their way of saying, and maybe I'm digging too deep on this, in a way they're better than you. Here's why. Because you're still excited for me to come around. Sure, yeah. Like, oh. the, you, you'll wait, right? <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, it could be a legitimate thing. You know, her attitude in life is just the idea that, like, hey, I'm the kind of person that, like, you're my girlfriend, um, and I'm going out of town. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to sure. give you some ample notice. There are some people that are like, "Hey, look, you know, I'm. Oh yeah, I went out with some friends of mine. You you know these guys too. Yeah. Um, I just went out. Oh, I didn't tell you about that. Whatever. I you know right. eventually like, I called but you. I don't What's owe the big it to deal? You or, yeah. You know, I'm not going anywhere. But like, after one cool day. And if I was that kind of guy, I would have been perfect for that girl who sh who like a month later shows up and right. says like, "Oh, let's have that dinner." Yep. But I'm not that guy. Yep. So she needs to find that guy. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm right. the kind of guy where you you know if you're gonna vanish, I need to know why you vanished. Because yeah, it makes you feel like I'm not worth it, right? Yeah. Will you will you date that person if a woman came back a couple months later to give you a second look? Would you? Go out with her? No, that's what happened. And I, 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 I. You did? She said, like, how about that dinner? I just never responded. Yeah. Like, in, it, it would have to be something very contrite. I mean, we had sort of set something up. Yeah. We didn't set a specific date, but, like, you know, we were doing a back and forth and then she vanished. What I assume is going on there is, you know, we're all sluts online. You can't date one person at a time, you've got to date yeah. a lot of people. And that it's a buffet. She, you're you spinning walk into the a buffet you know, and like you're putting a lot of different pieces of food on your plate. Right. And so she was spending, she was finishing up or trying to figure out something else that was going on. That didn't yeah. work out. She started she coming like back around to other you. people. Yeah. Um, and one, one woman was very honest with me about that. We went on a date. I thought it went very well. And I said, you want to go out on another? And she sent me a text saying, I've kind of been dating another guy at the same time. And, and she basically said yes to the date with me. 
because we'd set that up before things got a little bit more serious with this other guy, and she didn't want to flake on me. She thought that was the nice thing to do would be to keep that date rather than flake it. I, I get that logic. Um, and then it, you know, the other guy got a little bit more serious, and then when I asked her on the second date, she went, you know, it's kind of a waste of your time because I'm now getting more serious with this other guy. There's the question: Do I appreciate the honesty? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I. I there's a party that goes like, "Why did you? You should have flaked on me in the first place." If you write but, a girl, if you email a girl that you're interested in, and she doesn't write you back at all. Mm-hmm. Is that fine? I mean, I get that's probably that's the best thing to do. For if you me, don't like right a guy. now, I have like a dozen. <laughs> for me open emails that I'm not responding to and I feel like you're only responding if you're interested but part of a big part of me wants to respond as to why I'm not interested this is not even mm-hmm. meaning this is we will go right. no further than this one text you're not the kind of guy that I would ordinarily go out with because but I mean that's a kind of the heart of me like I don't know if it's the nurturing side of me or like the heart time rejecting or letting someone down wants to say like part of me was thinking I'm talk about cost copy and pasted responses part of me wants to say Oh, you look too much like my ex-boyfriend. I don't think, like, I, which is but stupid. can't you just say something? <laughs> thank you for see, your interest. I would Do you say think, something. Yeah, thank you for your interest. Is it owed to someone for at least reaching out in the very first place to here's why we won't be in touch? I say no. Why? I'm a no person. Because it doesn't, I don't think it's constructive. It's Also, guys don't, first of all, I don't believe that men are as interested uh, or concerned about that as women are in the the experience that I have talking with men and women about okay. this, I could be wrong. But I know as I know personally, and I know generally with guys, if I write a girl, she doesn't write me back. I don't obsess about that. I don't care. Okay. Women like to give men feedback too, by the way. So after uh-huh. a few dates or one or one date or three dates, even if a woman knows she's not going to get back to you, often they will fixate and obsess as though you represent all men. Uh-huh. But they will say, you bite your nails, or you have bad breath, or right. you should wear this, or blah, blah, blah. They want to give, I mean, they give feedback. Mm-hmm. A lot of feedback. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, I've gotten some feedback. I, I enjoy feedback from people I'm dating, but I'm not, I'm not particularly interested in feedback from people that I'm, that nobody, that I'm not dating. They don't know you. Or, or they're not interested in dating me. Right. <laughs> like I don't I, I and the as the, the guy saying like hey I, you seem cute we should go out sometime I don't think you should respond I have found at least in my experience it doesn't make it doesn't you think like oh it's it's rude if I don't write back to that guy yeah I, I come with to that like me. obligation about um, me <laughs> but uh, I get that but I don't think it's it's not necessary yeah it's like yeah, I think it's more That's for just, us than it is. It really is. Like it's to make closure. yourself feel better. Yeah, well, I guess it's because closure they or put it's it like out it's, there. It's, it's supporting something that's valuable to you. Okay, this but think politeness, about this. Politeness is, is a strong value of yours. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, especially with women, I hear this a lot, there's kind of this... Well, I wrote back to them because I would want them to write back to me. But they so it's the do on to others. Not. I agree. Okay. So, <laughs> but what if so you were at my, a bar? my feeling is always in those situations <clears throat> that you have to do what whatever is going to be comfortable for you. If if you, if it's going to make you yeah. feel better to respond, then 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 respond. Right. If if you're doing it because but you really don't want to, but you think it's gonna make them feel better. I did I did it for me because I need a closure to check it off and go to the next one. Right. <laughs> Wait, sure. But the way I look at it, like if I was at a bar and this guy who's not at all someone I would want to get to know comes up to me and says like Hey, I've been watching you for the past ten minutes from the jukebox. You're cute, you know. What are you drinking? <laughs> Can I, I take wouldn't. Live? Would... She watched Bruce Live last <laughs> <Right>. night. <laughs> I might have, but he. I wouldn't have my lips totally sealed 
and mm-hmm. walk away. Right, you'd have to say something. I'd have to but say something. But this is the internet where you don't I know, have to say but something. But, but how do we, what's the, the other thing is, is I would say, mm-hmm. it, it, for me, I I think there's a there's an in-between as well. You don't have to tell them why you don't want to, but you can say, you know, thank you very much, you know, or that was very kind of you for taking the time to write to me, or whatever it is, but this isn't a good time for me, or right. but I'm not interested, or something that. But you don't have to get into because yeah. blah 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 blah. I mean, I, you can make it really simple. I would be on the date telling them there would be no other date. <laughs> yeah, but if, I thought she, no. she was talking about people just writing to exactly. ask her out to like, begin with. Because right. How do you tell someone? I'm sorry, date. your beard reminds me too much of Osama bin Laden. <laughs> you don't have to, we will not be meeting ever. And, that, and that's see, that's the <laughs> thing. That's why I think I think not responding is the best thing because there yeah. there are women that have contacted me where I go wow I I, I yikes. Would, I'm yikes yeah. right like and <laughs> like there's no way that that would be like devastating to hear yeah. but what what would be a yikes for you <laughs> I'm just curious everybody's yikes what's going to be different do you mind if I just ask you like a cut like what would be I I don't I You're talking physical first. Manish, I guess. Um, okay. But Masculine-ish. like I like, like I Caitlin thought this Jenner-ish? like I thought this was a guy that had contacted me at first before I read the entire profile. So So, so it was also yeah. like you're talking right about physical attraction too. Yeah, somebody type. may somebody yeah. might be attracted just to that woman, but I yeah. am not attracted okay. to that woman. And it is devastating to hear Hi, thanks for, like, I found your uh, email hilarious. Hi. However, I'm in no way remotely sexually attracted to you. Like, <laughs> And you gee, have man hands. Gee, Jonathan, thanks for that honesty. That, that feedback is really, like, you know what I mean? Nobody wants to hear that. It's the internet. You know, if, here's the thing. If you send somebody a message on the internet and you never hear back from them, you have the ability. That's your answer, too. A, it's your answer. And B, you can always say to yourself, Maybe they never got that message, and you can make yourself feel good with that. Like maybe That's she, point. maybe she didn't get my message. Uh-uh. For me, like, I if they, if they, if they, if they, maybe if they write more than once, you might want to. Well, one guy like, wrote if, to me. If they don't get right. the hint, do I get but, points for writing a second time because I didn't respond after the first? I'm like oh, actually, you do. You somebody have. did say, but, sure. like but somebody once said, you know, to me, and it stood out. Silence is deafening, and 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 that makes a lot of sense in many different contexts. Mm-hmm. It is. It's. It's. There's your answer. If you're not getting an answer back, there's your answer, and move on. If you haven't invested in this person, who is this person? If you haven't even gone out with them, that you're suddenly like obsessing over. Yeah, yeah. or giving yeah. them the power yeah. to define, mm-hmm. you know, what's valuable or dateable about you, or vice versa. Like, and who am I to tell this person? So just because the chemistry is not there, that person might be fantastic. I. I yeah, you know, I'm sure like, they are, yeah. but they're not for me. Right, you exactly. I mean? You can, you, if there's lots, and in fact, I would be on dates, and once I felt like I knew, and this is many years of dating afterwards, where, you know, I had wonderful friends that were single that said, I would love to take your backup dates, like if you, so I would be on a date saying, you know. I, I may not be the person. And also something to say is also that we're in different places right now. Like, you know, I just think we're in different places. Something like that is always very neutral, and I think you don't have to get into anything personal. Mm -hmm. The other thing I also want to say is there's a difference between passive and active dating. You know, passive, like, let's just see what happens with no plan, versus, like, active. Like, you, you either know you want serious or you want fun. And the clearer you are with yourself then you can have that come back at you. But if you're confused, then you're going to attract 
someone who's, you know, maybe you, then you'll, you know what I'm saying? I I, I do. If if you are seriously looking for a relationship, but you only take dates with the players, don't be confused why... Sure. Unless you want to have some casual fun. Well, exactly. And maybe you want to have some casual fun before you are getting with somebody more serious. Jenny, you asked for something, <laughs> and I, I would try to wrap my head around. You know, they've got, I've heard of Bumble. I haven't done it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's how, like, it's really the girl's call. You right. Know, like, yes. I love that idea. I want to check that out, you know. Mostly because I'm lazy, but. Well, that's why, why I'm. <laughs> but also a feminist. Well, that's what I'm um, piping <laughs> but up mostly about. Lazy. I am, I am lazy, and. Okay, so, like, I want to find a happily ever after where it's not just casual. But my approach in the first place. So, like, I feel like for me an app is easy because it is right at your fingertip. Like, mm-hmm. I like I like the easy access that way. But then, you know, someone like my mother's like, you're only going to find a more quality person if they're paying for it. And I don't know if I totally agree, but I get the concept fine. But then, Jenny, one of the things you pitched out there was... What could be like a real or ridiculous untapped online dating market? Yeah, the and niche, <laughs> the niche market. As I went to sleep last night, I'm like, I don't even have a thought when it came to that, and all of a sudden, I was like, a gas station. Because think of this: I know a girl who married a guy from um, speed dating, and <clears throat> but she was also way more determined than me, like not lazy like I know I am. And <clears throat> I'm like, what if you meet at a gas station? Like, what if it's just a matter of pumping a tank of gas? So my thought was. Pump or dump. <laughs> like, can you this is a gas can station? you get an idea in, in just like a lot an of... under ten minute conversation? Yeah, exactly. You definitely of... get a you, you're gonna get some traffic. But I don't look, know. We, we we live in a day and age that we have no time for commercials, right? We're mm-hmm. fast forwarding through. We're getting right to the program, right? Like the even attention like, span is very yeah, short. Yeah. So I feel like for me, I'm only good for ten minutes. To know if you're good for the rest of my life. Well, and apparently it only takes five. <laughs> Is that extreme? It's twice Anyone? as long as you need, according to Jenny. So. <laughs> well, at least for the sex part. Wait, what? Uh, uh, <laughs> I missed that. She only has sex for five minutes. So, oh, the, <laughs> wait, the Debbie Harry theory? Yeah, the, the Debbie, Debbie Harry, Harry theory. theory. Uh, so, okay, so Bumble is from mm-hmm. the people who brought Tinder into the world. Right. And um, for those of you who are listening, it's an, it's an iOS app that lets women take charge and they have to make the first move right yeah. so uh it's it's the same as tinder if um two users mutually swipe each other right they're allowed to t- to chat but the catch is that only women can initiate the conversation and they have only 24 hours to do that before the connection disappears i love it um so here are some other dating apps that were listed on popsugar.com in January by somebody named Tara Block. One uh besides Bumble, there was Taste Buds. Uh, puts a spin on your run of the mill online dating app by making an experience about music. So they match people up based on your location <laughs> and a shared interest in the same kind of music. So it allows you to add your favorite bands and scan your iPhone music library. And um, then you people use this also to meet friends and people to go to concerts with. Interesting. That's fun. Score. Uh, it pairs up people based on emotional compatibility using matching scores. Oh. And um, I guess they've got a bunch of quirky questions. Do you know of this No, one? I thought for sure that was going to be like a sports-related sports. one. I know. It sounds uh. like it, right? Um, so... Uh, here it says, you know, the quirky questions such as the definition of sexy. 
So if you're both looking for something unconventional, a little wacky, that might be Score, and it's available on iOS and Android. Then there's one called Happen, without an E, H-A-P-P-N. And they say that that's, this one I don't really understand, but somebody that you've crossed paths with, and it sounds to me like the thing that they Misconnections? Used, yeah, yeah, like yeah. misconnections. That what it, what it sounds What's like. Misconnections, what is that? It's like... There was, was a, there was a thing on, I think it was like Craigslist. I was going to say Craigslist. Also in newspapers, too. But it used too. to be in newspapers, Like, girl yeah. on the subway at 2.45 Tuesday oh, afternoon. Oh, I saw you. And like, yeah, you mm-hmm. wore a red coat, and we smiled, but then you got off two stops before me, or whatever. Huh. And then you just have to dick. hope they, too, are looking for you, and then there you find each other again. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, if anybody has tried happened, let us know. <laughs> uh, then there's one called FlickPick, F-L-I-Q-P-I-C, and... Um, <laughs> This is something for people it's who a, can't spell. Yeah, exactly. It says um, you can video, you live video chat with people before deciding oh. to pursue them anymore. What could possibly go wrong there? But it, it's uh, <laughs> it sounds. Well, what is the what is that other one? The Snapchat. Snapchat. Like it does sound a little bit like Snapchat. Mm-hmm. But there was that other one that people would roulette. go and roulette, chat roulette, roulette. roulette. Yeah. Now this one, I I think a lot of our clients would probably love. Uh, it's called Tin Dog, and it's for dog what? lovers. It's like Tinder for dog lovers. <laughs> and so uh, for pet owners, you discover p- dogs and there are owners in your area, and you can swipe right if you're interested. Too many doggy style jokes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> exactly. Matches up dogs cat. and legs. The guy's cat. like humping her leg when he meets her. <laughs> yeah, maybe they need tin to have kitty. a tin cat. Um, yeah. It really should be tin pet, but tin dog is, is yeah. one. And then we'll call once. Um, it says, ever feel completely overwhelmed by all the matches and messages you get on dating apps? So this one apparently sends <laughs> you one match a day. Oh. And you have 24 hours to decide mm-hmm. if you like each other, and then you can go from there. But that, some... It's different than having, like, like right. tons of stuff coming at you. Chemistry.com does that, and eHarmony does that, where it's like, you can't look at everyone. They're going to find the right person for you. Okay. I hate that. eHarmony <laughs> has a lot of people, uh, they draw a lot from... Um, there's a lot of people that have Asperger's on there, and a lot of it is because it's very scientific based, and you got five pages of those questions, and um, there there are certain types of people for all of these sites, right? Mm-hmm. That draw you in. So it's such a projection too, based on our history, our past, our trauma, or our, you know, whatever happened in our life, plus our genetic pool. We're going to be attracted to some of those things. Does but it like, sound but like, like too much? But like, like you're talking about, was it your grandmother or your mom? Um, people who are going to take the time to do that, there's a level of seriousness that, they, that they're taking the venture with. And so that can also be some information. It's like whether they're paying a lot of what money. What about people who think they're too cute to pay? Some people might think they're too cute to pay. <laughs> Uh, so, so there should be a, you're saying there should be an app or a website where too cute, too cute to pay. I like that. Or sugar but daddy. Sugar daddy. Number two. sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. So another app cute. is Align, which will set you up based on your zodiac signs. Um, there's one at First Sight, which Chris Harrison, who hosts The mm. Bachelor, created, and. Yeah, it's a smartphone app, and it's, I guess it uses video profiles. It's a little bit like Vine for dating. Or back uh, in the day, it used to be to Great Expectations. It's so redundant to me. Like, yeah. who doesn't like to walk on the beach? 
Coffee Meets Bagel, which is the Facebook match, Why which matches because <laughs> you're the first person I, I remember who who ever mentioned this. I could Coffee read Meets Bagel, and, and so it. It's, what about if you're on Atkins? That's just a terrible. Yeah. Hi, gluten free. Or Mormon. Either way, it goes through Vegan. Facebook, and so it's it's it <laughs> would be know. like yeah, it's a friend of a friend. So a friend of a friend of Jonathan's could be matched with a friend of mine or with me if I were dating, you know, and so. That's kind of That's an interesting I mean, way. <laughs> Vegan That's meets right. gluten. <laughs> yeah. A grouper social club, which sounds like a fish site. Mm-hmm. But a grouper. Um, but it's a website and an app, and it, it, it sets up group dates by co- uh, by connecting people with your Facebook profile. It sounds like swingers. No, but it's it's more like um, it, it sets up Safety three and guys and three girls, and you all go out and hang out to do huh. to do something. Based on like age, education, off. job. Yeah, yeah. If you don't like one of the guys, maybe you like one of the other guys, and yeah. then you can all fight over them. In, in uh, Chicago, they have something called Eight at Eight. So it's they pick eight people at eight o'clock at a restaurant and they set it up. Then there's hmm. Pure, which they call themselves the Uber for Dates. Um, oh. Uber for Dates. Yeah, you just post Are a you meeting in the car request. On your date? It says you post. <laughs> car comes you post a meeting request that lasts for an hour and if somebody takes you up on it then you're able to accept or decline and depending on if you like what you see or not so you're like i i'm gonna i want to meet somebody for a drink in an hour and then people will respond Mm -hmm. and you can decide (laughs) oh it gets me crazy this is i honestly am breaking out in hives each one you list so then go sit at coffee with a book and smile at people exactly you have a choice how about we (laughs) this is another app how about highly caffeinated man Um, it's the one that, oh, how about that we is Which like one? speed dating. It allows you to browse photos and dates that you can skip over or double tap if you're interested. And a date map helps you search. It sounds a lot like Tinder. And then well, I double tapped on daddy's picture. So, <laughs> so, and that's how your <laughs> grandfather and I, um, the, the, that one is the, the idea is it's, it's not as much about the per- person as it is about the date. So it's like, how about we, and then you fill it in like. Take a bike ride down to Santa Monica Pier and play in the arcade. And then the idea is that you go like, oh, that sounds like a fun date. I'll go out with that person based on the date. But you're really it's still just looking at the picture, reading the profile. But, but you're it's also a seeing, twist. Yeah, I like that. Uh, there's one called Hi There, H-I-G-H, There, yeah. with an exclamation point, <laughs> which is totally up my alley. And it's for people who are marijuana enthusiasts and if you're looking for partners to join you in your escapades. Um, I've heard a lot of people have met through there. Well, there you go. And Clover, there's one called Clover, which they say looks like a mix of (laughs) Tinder, Match, OkCupid, Zeus, Plenty of Fish, and others that you can set up real life dates and all these other things. But But let me ask you this. Is this explosion of app sites and, you know, this kind of access taking, is it getting us closer to finding them or is it? just reminding us how constant the turnover and how broad the selection like what is this what is this right now we're jumping into 3d i mean it really is what used to be real life is just opened up a galaxy of just what was before but now we're seeing kind of the backstory jumping into 3d is it was all there before singles and people trying to find love and people church groups and you know 
bars and yeah, people but set it's, up stuff. It's, it's, yeah. Samples? It, mm-hmm. Is it too it's easy? You know, ChristianSingles.com. Mm-hmm. We used Christian to have Mingles. to call people yeah. on Christian a phone. Mingles. We used to not know who they were when they were calling, and we would right. literally answer the phone with a question. Hello? Because you didn't have caller ID. You didn't know. Now we know who's, now we screen who's calling, right? <laughs> we don't answer. But it's like, we, it used to be more legwork. So I, I, I guess I'm having a hard time. Maybe this is the old-fashioned part of me that, you know, feels like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if it's that easy, it's that um, dismissive, disposable. Yeah. So I'm going I'm to go through your profile with you. Uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to fix your profile. <laughs> I'll find you the right guy. I think part of the explosion in the apps has to do with has to do with um, a bunch of uh, kids going to Stanford who are trying to make a billion dollars creating oh. an app. <laughs> I okay. think part of it's that. Okay. And part of we're, it's really we're app happy. Right. Part of it's part of it though. I think is good in a way. Like what I like about OkCupid okay and all the questions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is that I like the percentage number. I mean, sometimes it's a little bit bullshitty, but I do like the idea that, like, if you're looking at someone with a 56% match, you go, like, I would not have wasted, in real life, I could have wasted my time talking to that person, but I can skip that person now. I can I can get a much, a pool of people that are much more compatible or people that I would like to meet. Okay. So it kind of um, takes that or like work if, out for you. Right. But if I you're talking that. about the. I challenge that because I feel that's what worries me. Because if you were to put everything in a computer and say 50% this or 60%, it's so subjective. And who knows what, 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 what if you got 1%, you know, wrong, like, I think you're getting it. There's, there's, it it removes a little bit of the magic. Like if I was was doing the app where you put in, put in the music you like, first of all, I would match with no women, but, (laughs) um, but I dated someone for like four years, her, her favorite Music artist was Kelly Clarkson. I would yeah. never have gone out with yeah. that girl, and actually, probably never should have gone out with a girl. But the point is, <sighs> I get the idea that it removes some of the magic. But on the other hand, if weed is a huge part of your lifestyle, going on that dating app that specializes in those people yeah. helps you avoid a lot of the people that would never go out with you or that you would never go out with, and helps focus you you finding someone that you have something very much compatible. Right? Maybe we're better off. Going into those sites or apps where it's more compartmentalized and it, it really does speak to your lifestyle. Well, if 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 being with somebody who's Jewish is really important to you, then right. J-Date seems you. like, you know, it's yeah. Christianity. So here, I'm going to just throw out some dating websites and tell me anything okay. yay, nay, uh, and we'll just do this real quick. So we talked about yeah. Plenty of Fish, mm-hmm. right? Okay, Cupid. What are your thoughts on Okay, Cupid? Jonathan can speak on this. I haven't gotten to know it yet. Okay. It's a free site, so you are going to get a lot of terrible people because they don't have to pay any money. Um, I I think there's a lot of cut-and-paste guys on OkCupid. I like it. I think it's... User-friendly. It's it's user-friendly. It requires people to write a long profile. It prompts them with questions. And for me, I think that's a a great way to find out uh, enough about a person to decide whether or not it's worth going on a date. And just, I just want to add to that too that I knew I first heard of OkCupid okay and it was like a bunch of 20 somethings talking about it. So I always thought that it was that kind of age range. But then recently I've heard of a lot of people in their late 30s to <laughs> early 50s meeting people on there. Yeah, it's growing up. So it's, yeah, there's. I was just thinking of our time. Oh, yes. You know, like well, that's you on here too, right? 30s, yeah. I was like, yeah. I wonder what the youngest our time is. 50. Our time 50. Is. is it? Yeah. Wow. So, okay, oh, so yeah. Mingle 2, 
I don't know. Uh, that's a it's one. a membership service that people have to pay, and it, I guess it used to be called Just Say Hi. So there's that. There's Zoosk, which is mm-hmm. a matchmaking engine. Yeah. Um, that's available in 80 countries. Has over 27 million people on it. Zeusk. 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 I'm on plenty of fish because years ago <laughs> I was like, you know, really encouraged and I had like more of a open-minded moment to do it. So I like, and then I literally told people they better be good with their grammar. And I forgot, like I forgot what I wrote. I just didn't pay attention. And every Tom, Dick, and Harry that I wouldn't want to meet wrote to me. So it just became a, you know, I was easily discouraged thing. And then I recently went in and updated my profile. And then, um, so those guys are still writing, but then the only one I pay for is recent. Like, I don't even know if the bills hit my credit card yet, but it's match.com. eHarmony was exhausting and it was expensive and I felt like I'd rather join a gym with that kind of money. But I do, I agree with you. I really (laughs) like when people do go through the legwork of the profile part with the questionnaire. Mm -hmm. I do like that. eHarmony is $30 a month. Uh, Perfectmatch.com is $36.95 a month. And then the next highest one that I found was Ashley Madison at forty nine ninety five. It's all men and no women. From Ashley Madison is about fifty bucks wow. a month. Um, oh but uh, the cheapest one <laughs> that I I saw out there was singleparentmeat.com mm-hmm. was nine ninety nine. Wow. So I thought, well, maybe single parents they're they're like, hey, you know, you're raising a kid, you can't. You can't be just throwing your money around. Silver Singles, strangely enough, is $13.33. What a random number. Are the men who aren't showing their profile picture at all married? Because that's the only thing I think. You're just looking at that shadowy silhouette. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. Who are they? Like, are you famous, married, or going to kill me, or all the above? Like, what is that? I've also seen some women that don't have the profile Will you respond and write to them? If they have no picture, will you? Ask them why? Oh, Will no. you proceed? No. no. Okay, no. that's a good that's, thing for that's, listeners that's to know. That's scary to me. It's so, only scary. What about chemistry? It says it's part of Match.com. Do we know anything about that? Yes. So chemistry, the idea behind chemistry is they try is Match trying to do an eHarmony. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's you a have more to fill focused. out a ton of questions, and then they'll send you a couple of so um, percentages pictures. or. I don't know what their algorithm is. They don't tell you. But the idea is that like they're they're your matchmaker. You fill out a whole long profile, yeah. and then every day or week, or I don't know what it is, they oh, send they just, you a couple of pictures and go, "What chemistry? about these people?" And I tried the I tried it, and I just found like, "Oh no, that's not the kind of girl I go with. That's not the kind of girl <laughs> I go with." Free? No, like, it's, it's a paid. It's, it's a paid. It's a paid thing, <laughs> and it is run by Match, and they offered match members a free like sign up for create your profile free to try to get a bunch of profiles in there oh. and so i found that that's it's the same people too. on match as <laughs> they are no, on they chemistry. suck you in and mm-hmm. then they're like this one thinks you're cute and i think they're setting it all up and yeah. then you can't but if you want to see what he said pay, pay for you it you know i can't yeah. and okay. then they show the models the pictures of models. oh yeah totally. match has a lot of dead profiles on it not not actual Corpses. Is there? Yeah. But, no. although, say, is although I've there, been on dates that were with people who had personalities like corpses. Is there like, like a necrophiliac.com? <laughs> well, there you go. There's another like that's untapped market. But Match has a lot of profiles of people that look like aren't on Match anymore, Deadhorse. but they never take com. it down. Right. right. Uh, so Cupid.com uh, matches people based on spiritual needs and desires, which I've never heard. Dating for Seniors is a website. Again, she's um, pointing to me. No, I'm, I'm saying because you were talking about... You're the Joe when uh, you're the senior. <laughs> you were talking about... Seniors right, are like bagels. Yeah, bagels. Uh, so... 
So yeah, looking for a Bernie Sanders type. <laughs> yeah, dating for seniors. Uh, there's one in Europe called Meetic. M e e t i c. That seems like that's the biggest one in in Europe. Mm-hmm. There's one called Date Twenty Twenty, and that's free. And but this is this is interesting. It says is a free dating service that is run by volunteers, <laughs> and it was created in 2012. From their mother's basement. Date Twenty Twenty helps charity. singles find meaningful long-term relationships mm-hmm. by using psychological tests mm-hmm. to match up potential couples before they what meet. What is this? Twenty Twenty. Date Twenty Twenty. Then there's another one, Fidelity Dating. It's a new site for singles who want to stay faithful and and who have been betrayed by a partner and oh helps them make neat partners with common interests and yeah. similar. Like, well, hey, but you know, if that if you've got that issue, angry.com, you know, <laughs> and then there's bitter parties for one. Bite me. Bitter. They don't have the yeah. e. <laughs> Uh, there's positive singles if you've got an STD oh, or any kind problems. of a diagnosis. Huh. Ourtime.com. That's, see, that's, see, that's a great example of right. like a great site for specific people. Who, right. Right. Like. Well, it's, right. It's, it's it's a site based like on Difficult the old ads dating. that you know like um what is they used to be like herpes positive right. yeah right. Right. yeah. Wait, would anybody who was not positive go on those dates? Charlie Do you Sheen. think? Oh, wait, no. Interest, I, that's a good would, question. Would anybody, but it's like, is would anybody who's not white join white where white people meet dot com? Well, because I was on J date and I'm not Jewish. Yeah, so maybe someone who <laughs> is really wanting to be in love and open that's and thinks thing. outside the box and goes, you know what, I'm just going to no, explore this I don't and think find that somebody. person at all. And they I have to wait. Let me just finish. And they have happened to say, check off herpes and syphilis for a second okay so then they go you know what that guy's really sweet and you know what i think i can overlook that no i think <laughs> they have a death wish if they're on it okay they can use protection though and get tested and somebody can use Definitely, they have a death can. wish or something like like a limb hanging off of them like, although there really are people that actually i have to say this though <laughs> i mean there there is a trend in uh in in certain communities at, where people are purposely infecting themselves to Why? belong to belong to a group of people, especially young people with HIV, like inf- purposely infecting themselves. Is, that, a whole is, is that like a cutting kind of thing, like to feel? Like is that, where does that come from? I'm not, you know. It's a whole other show. It's a whole other we'll show. But, but, it, um, but it exists. But, but it exists. Okay. Um, Okay, so then there's I a place called The Heart Market. That's uh, an online matchmaking community, and it promotes safe online dating by ensuring all applicants have background checks. Ah. And they offer members profile assistance and find find them at least one monthly match. So that's The Heart Market. Wait, can I just say, it can't, do, do you think, don't you think, that no matter how much you can ensure somebody's safety, that there's always a backstory? So you can pay anybody for anything, you know? I think it's like to the, get a clean. But check. it's funny you, you remember, said that because two minutes ago you were suggesting people will like sleep with people for diseases when they're clean. Like you just flip to the bad, like bad agenda person, even when you're I think going everything's the, possible. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think that's I think black that or white. Site, I think that site is. Um, it's like remember the everyone had the club on their car yes. right. a million years ago, and it's very easy for a thief to defeat the club. All you do them. is you just saw through. 
the steering wheel and you yeah. take the club right off. But the idea is that a thief walks and sees the club and goes like, I'll just go to a car that doesn't have one and yeah. steal that. I think that's what that website is. Like, that's you could foil analogy. a background check, but why would you bother when you can just go on, on uh, Match.com? Match. Excuse me, and... I would also like to say that people who I know work on reality shows all have to do background checks mm-hmm. of who uh, yes, has yes. STDs <laughs> and HIV and all that stuff. Yeah. And so I'm just saying um, that Match.com and some other websites had a very high percentage about people who did have... STDs and things like that. So I'm just saying that's assuming that, the, like, here is this thing open in front, like, you know, positive, that positive site. That's assuming that all the other sites. Any of it, though. The you know fidelity I mean? people. You never know could, somebody's The fidelity yeah, people could still cheat on you. You know, it's like they, right. you know, they're, they're faced with temptation, and, you know, even though it was done to them, and they, they're. But, their but it's are also broken. how are you going out in the world? Are you going out in the world as if you're expecting to right. be, like, disappointed and, to... and, and everything's going to go wrong? <laughs> you got to take a leap. Gonna, like, yeah, exactly. You're gonna have to take going to a cat shelter once we end you this. You know, and, and there are some. There are some. There are, <laughs> As the show's going on, they're looking more and more depressed. And they're they're, go, they're uh, both like become a puddle. We, we're on sitting like upright pet, in the they're beginning. They're actually on petfinder.com. Yeah. Like I just need to find the we're right. We're gonna get cat. our tubes tied right after right, this. Exactly. Two for exactly. one. So, um, so then there's, I, and I know people who met on this, uh, the matchmaking service it's just lunch which caters to mm-hmm. professionals and right. they meet they match people I, up i did it i liked it i, I thought it. it was fun and good there was some people who had some shady legal histories but they're nice people um <laughs> then then this was named actually best for people looking for long-term relationships or i'm almost through these uh california singles so that's for for our hey, la listeners hey. yeah our california listeners and it's a matchmaking service that helps people in california find dates and long-term partners and um yeah, so they use a professional matchmaker. So that's California Singles. And then the last one on this list is Events and Adventures, which uh, they match you up, uh, but they they organize these group meetings, and it's like a social club, and they get involved in a fun activity. So it sounds a little bit like how about we, in a yeah, way, and that right. only somebody else is setting up the date for you so yeah, you think, don't have to worry about right right it. i think how about we part of it is the idea is you get to express your creativity by by making up a date which, and so you would know how somebody why don't we dress up like princess leia and go see the star wars movie and so, mm. so there's the two of us so there's the app how about we but then events and adventures you, mm-hmm. it's like a group date and there's uh, a, a and it to, so you would may go skydiving or bowling but it's some it's planned by the organization, oh, I guess. Nice. That's refreshing. Yeah, and it says it's really good for for introverts. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it just allows a group of people to meet, and it kind of removes a lot of the stress. But if you're it. OCD, you would not want to do that because you would feel out of control. You'd need to control the date. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But wouldn't you challenge somebody who's OCD then to try not a little to, yeah. exposure therapy? Yeah, perhaps? exactly. So, so they offer thirty to fifty event choices each month. So wow. there's there's thirty to fifty Great. events a month that you can choose from to go and meet up with people. So there's, and yeah. there's lots of other stuff. There's meetups that are singles groups. Yeah, yes. and that are singles hiking they have as well. Sierra singles, Craigslist. Sure. People still meet on Craigslist, which Craigslist. just blows my mind. Get a date and a refrigerator. <laughs> A date to bring your refrigerator up yes. to your apartment. That your body's going to be chopped. There's farmers only. That'd be good. A moving company that's singles. Let me sell you a fridge that I'll stick you in the freezer. Farmersonly.com, millionairematch.com, geek to geek.com, dandy, uh, pinksofa.com. Huh. Hmm. 
Those are some more that I've heard of. Can I ask you, are any of these, and I don't know if you know, LGBT, are they all friendly? Because I know, I've heard, I'm not sure if eHarmony still was, but... Well, I know, know, I mean, I know some of them have that option, like, I know Match does, you know, I think... It's important to say, like, I'm a man looking for a woman, I'm Mm -hmm. a... I'm a trans looking for... Yeah. Right. I'm a trans trans looking for a pan. Any (laughs) demographic, lifestyle, or age you're going to (laughs) find... There's something out there. So, so, and then there's the hookup sites. You know, if you just want to, if you just want to get it on, they're the top ones. On. The oh, best value is FriendFinder-X. Uh-oh. Uh, the best for casual hookups, I am told, is xmatch.com. I am told. I am told. <laughs> really? And then the best quality of members, uh, people are saying adultfriendfinder.com. How you doing? But there's adult like friend friends. Finder? I yeah, wonder. Adult friend finder. That's I'm been very around for skeptical a long time. of the hookup ones. Yeah. Well, and as there's, to whether or not they are real, I feel like there's there might be a, like an Ashley Madison situation where it's ninety five to five. Right. Well, you won't know until you try That's it. That's true. There's hornymatches.com. There's <laughs> ihookups.com. There's passion.com. Yeah, I mean, so if, the, if you know, if these are the things well, you're I'm looking thinking, for. Oh my god. So, yeah, I don't like. I would think. I don't know. I guess it just gives you a right or permission to explore, you know, things that come with you. Like, what about, we, we didn't even get into, like, fetishes, mm-hmm. but maybe that's where you'd sooner find it, right? Mm-hmm. So if a guy needs to, like, play with my high heels and, like, sniff my toes at the end of every date or night, <laughs> maybe that's, you'd find it on one of those. Not that's a normal, normal thing. Yeah, well, wouldn't be wrong with <laughs> uh, so, final thoughts. Who shouldn't try online dating? Is there anybody who shouldn't besides Ivy? <laughs> <laughs> Ivy's raising her hand. Uh, the technologically incompetent, the gullible. I worry about the senior ones, by the way. I know. I think of them too. I worry about them. You know, it's, why do why do you worry about them? I think Should it's be taken advantage of. Yeah, them? it's easy to get scammed. I yeah, think it's easy to get scammed. Who shouldn't do it? I, you, you have to. It's like any, it's, you know, in a way it's like regular dating in the sense that you have to be able to take rejection. We're in L.A., so, like, it's like if you go out on every audition, if you're an actor, and you take it very personally when you get rejected, like, it's not for you. Yeah. I think it just, if you don't take it too seriously, you're fine. Yes. I think lower expectations or no expectations, you know, have your baseline of what you are looking for. I think the clearer that someone is about your intention, what it is, and you might flip-flop, you might change from month to month or year to year, depending on what you're looking for. But as long as you're clear, you can really go out and get that, whether you're freaky and wanna explore, and you know, or you wanna have casual fun or committed long-term relationship. I just think, just be clear on what you want so that you can get that back. It cuts out some of those mixed messages, like why did I, you know, like have somebody who wants to get married in a year when I just want to be wild and have fun, or vice versa. And this isn't going away, you know. It's like you know, no, the, the numbers, the numbers <laughs> no, show more yeah. people only more are and more. now. And it's... so I, I think I don't think there is any wrong person. I think if you're looking for someone, you're looking for someone, and then you just categorize categorize it as far as what's most appealing, what what these sites can offer, and how it. It speaks to you and your life and your preferences. Fine. And I, I, I mean, there was once a time that we thought computers weren't going to stick. You know, so <laughs> it's th- a fad. This, this the, internet's a fad. You know, Y two K. We I were remember about, you know, that. I remember people who were like, I don't yeah. have. Email. No one's going to use these yeah. things. Yeah. Email. So I, don't have I think any of that. this is our world. You know that we live in, and it's it's from now on forward. So 
I mean, for me, like we did say earlier, there was a stigma once. You know, this is it. But it doesn't cancel out meeting them at a coffee shop either. And it's important for everybody to relax because, listen, if if you are open, which means not be avoidant, not isolate, that you truly want a relationship, there are things that you can do. Some people are painfully shy or painfully anxious or depressed or whatever it is. But there's there's hope and there's many different ways to do it. So you just got to stay open, and even if you can't be hopeful, go get some help. That's where kind of the coping strategies are really important. A lot of people say, I can't even go on the first date because I don't know what to talk about. So I prepare them with uh, three stories. Give me three things that are interesting or are relaxing to you or uh, places that you've been to. So let's maybe talk about dream journal exercises. Dr. Wendy's dream journal. Maybe this is a dream journal exercise that they could make these lists that you're talking about. Yeah, so, you know, the, the coping strategies, I mean, there's definitely hope. I've seen people, you know, it's it's a spectrum of the average person who is frustrated and just exhausted. Maybe you take a little break. Really take a break. You don't have to date, 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 date. Right. Go in cycles of relaxing, rejuvenate, hang out with friends, do volunteer work you know, date yourself, just relax because it's gonna happen sometimes when you least expect it and sometimes there's no there's no rhyme or reason, but I, I do think that the one thread is to stay open. I think that's so important. And so coming up with a few stories so that when you go on the date, that it's not, you know, when you have that awkward silence and you can't tolerate it, you know, that you can say, have I ever told you the time I went to Hawaii? Have I ever told you about my cute little dog spot or whatever? Yeah, there there are a, you know some things that you can do so it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Um, definitely being clear about your deal breakers. Those are another thing. So right. you know what are the red flag issues or the deal breakers? You know if you're not a drug alcohol kind of person, then that would be a deal breaker. And for some people who like you know that wild thing, then you're okay with that. You know, and and I just want to take what you're saying there and and tag it on to something we we're talking about earlier too. In terms of, I know Jonathan, you said you know don't. It's it's not helpful to have a big list of what you don't want. Um, but but I do think that if you are sober and you don't want to be with somebody who drinks, I think there are some don'ts that are that are really important, and I and I'm sure that you would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, to include like that. Just For me, since, my yeah. biggest one is kids. I want kids. I have no problem dating a man with kids. But your undecided open kind of messes with me. Like, what does that mean? That's okay. a big life-altering commitment to, like, raise children. And, like, undecided, I feel is no. Well, For you, just that's as somebody who was undecided about that and mm-hmm. thankfully and just out of sheer luck was with somebody else who was undecided... It, it it really was one of those if I I know and I knew that I did not want to have children unless I was with the right partner. But I also understood that the right partner might turn out to be somebody who our lifestyle was not going to afford us the opportunity to have kids, or they may not be interested in it, and that would be okay too. So okay, that's fair. Uh, but but I do agree that I think that it's an important thing to. But a no shouldn't be with a yes. But. Like if it's concrete, yes, exactly. One versus the other. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say if somebody says that they're kind of undecided, that that I would stay open, as Wendy would say. And as another dream journal exercise, I might 
tell somebody to not just, you know, we, we spend so much time on our own profiles, but maybe be creative and write the profile of your perfect match. Oh, I like that. That's great. You know, what, what would you like to read? And nobody ever else has to see this. My mother, who's nearly 70, and she's a Yenta from um, Brooklyn, New York. The fact that she's Jewish is irrelevant, but I'll add it in there. She, um, she once went, when she decided to care for five minutes about dating online, she went to the women's profile yes. to see... What, how they Check were advertising. competition. This. Right, exactly. That's exactly mm -hmm. what she said. I want to see my competition. That, I mean, what Jenny said is helpful for a lot of things. Like, you know, write, write the write the ad for the job that you want. You know, yeah. write the, those, you know. So, yeah, write, who, who are you looking for? <clears throat> and think about who the person you're looking for is looking for. If looking I can get for super love in meta. all the wrong places. <laughs> Ivy, you can sing. Jenny, that was Jenny. <laughs> you know, have somebody else go over your profile with you, like Jonathan was talking to uh, Ivy. Like, yes. I'll help you. Get I'll your help friends you. involved. Yeah, they they say that one out of five people. I don't know if I already said this. Ask for help with their profiles, but it's more often women and than men. I think it's something like forty three percent of women ask for help with their profiles, but only sixteen percent of men. So you know, speak up, people. Ask for your friends. Show it to your friends. And Jonathan offered to review Ivy's, and you were saying that as a you know in jest, but I actually no, no. wrote down challenge and I circled it because. I was thinking, this is just something we can think about, is maybe, just think about it, you don't have to give us answers, that you all could set each other up on three dates. And then after you each take those three dates that you set each other up, come back and share your experience with us. Or just an idea. read each other's like, so if a bunch of people wrote to you, Wendy, and a bunch of people wrote to me, you pick out the three that I should respond to and stuff. So, it so they don't work. necessarily have it to be my friends. If yeah, all my just... friends weren't married. <laughs> no, but I'm like saying like, if no, you, like he could go, oh, like, oh, oh. so people, out of people who contacted you say I a match, that he got looks got through it. and picks three and vice versa. Yeah, that's a great idea. Just to see what would happen. I'd rather have like a chaperone date or both. I mean, but like. <laughs> or you can pick three and he can pick three and you guys have dinner and see what happens right. with all six, seven, eight we people. double date? Right. Like double date or date, date at the rest, same restaurant we at the same time? Nap. Quadruple date. <laughs> <laughs> Quadrate. Quadrate. Nice. Moving on. Uh, so what's the takeaway? What, what, what have, we, have we learned anything here today? I'm not motivated, but I'm going to try to be. And stop talking about yourself as being lazy. Maybe you're avoidant, but I wouldn't say you're lazy. I don't believe in the word lazy. I don't. I think it's lazy to use symbolic. the word lazy. <laughs> it's symbolic for something, whether it's, you know. I think it's, it's avoidant. It's, it or can be an anxious ambivalent, mm -hmm. you know. It's there, avoiding being lazy. Yeah. There's, <laughs> it's avoiding know, being anxious or ambivalent. What do you think? Why Why do you think you're lazy? <laughs> well, I realize. Like you're right. Actually, we should just shut the I fuck realize, up and let her. No, I realize. <laughs> I realized I said, I did realize a few minutes back, I said something that seemed like in two places at once. I said I was lazy that I like Tinder because it's like right there, right there. Like you could be at a red light looking for a dude. You literally could be like waiting. He's one stop sign yeah, ahead of not me. Not that I'm, I'm you know, promoting texting and driving. But but then I also said I do like how those questionnaires make you go through the legwork. So that's kind of like the <laughs> flip side of it. But um, I, I, I guess I am ambivalent. And I don't know if it's just because, oh, I think when you talked about 10 years ago versus now, you know, in my 20s, I dated somebody who came through friends or situationally we, we came about. So 
there wasn't that work involved. There wasn't that like mission. It, you just, I babysat for tons of families growing up. So when you temporarily or like pseudo live in someone's home and you're in their fridge and you see like their life on paper and you're like age 15 to 25 doing that, you're like, this will be my reality. This too will be my reality. Because in my mind, that would be my happily ever after. It would pan out for me. I was sure in my 20s, I'd meet him and have his kids somewhere by our 30s. And that's not my reality. That's not what it's been. And I'm not, I'm open to love. And I'm here, I am at the ripe age of 40, trusting it's out there still. But I really do have a hard time with the legwork. I do. I know that about me. Is that lazy? Is it ambivalent? ambivalent? Maybe all of the above. But and maybe you need someone who's a little bit more proactive or aggressive. And mm-hmm. if you, as long, all I say is to make yourself available. And that doesn't mean to put on makeup and do your hair up and, you know, but it means eye contact. It means say hello yeah. when people open doors and shut doors. It means acknowledge just be aware and present well i will say this whether in real life my disappointment on these this dating these dating sites so far it is prompting me to give more eye contact in person great i really social skills is where it all goes in my head with that it's just really naturally happening on its own but it's almost like you're asking to be rescued like please don't make me right back to that disgusting man but I love how it goes back. That's my advice. But it's Don't all about going back to old school ways of connecting in this human yeah. existence of attachment mm-hmm. and connection and eye contact and just, you know, acknowledging each other, acknowledging the the crosswalk. I mean, nobody, you know, yeah. everybody's head is down. But this new generation that's coming up, Generation Z, is more connected than I've ever seen the Generation Y or even the Millennials before them. I, I The Millennials at some point seem very disconnected, but it all came back. It's coming back more and more. Everybody's talking more about social skills again. The pendulum is, is swinging. Which is beautiful. I, I think that, that very soon the hipster thing to do will be to meet people in yes. person. It's going to be very <laughs> unhip to meet anybody online. But I, I do want to say, Ivy, too, that, you know, I met my husband online and I never had problems meeting people in real life. Yeah. But what I had problems with was meeting, and, and I had plenty of long-term relationships with people who I still know and, and adore. Good people, but long-term, they were not going to be the match for me. I had to, what, I had to get past my initial instincts of, like, that charm of, you know, the people who, like, I like big personalities who were like, to look suck up all yeah. the energy in the room Somewhere. and they come in and they own it and they, you know, whatever. That was very attractive to me. Still is. My friends, I mean, Jonathan, one of my closest friends, you know, there's a reason why because he's got uh, one of those personalities. So and, not Tom. Uh, and he's so not Tom. <laughs> Uh, my my husband, cool and yeah, and, he's just so mellow, and yeah. he matches me so perfectly. And we had people in common. We lived very close to each other. all these things that, you know, we could have been in the same aisle at Walgreens and would have never met had we not met online. We could have been at Trader Joe's at the same time, yeah. had we not met online in that regard. And and so in that in that way, I I just want to tell you, you know, stay open like Wendy said, be curious. <laughs> um, because cause you just don't know. Our it's it's nice to think that we can meet people in in person and be past all that. But I think that dating, just in general, we the more we date, the more we learn how to kind of spot those red flags and whatnot. Red flag. And also, just don't be uh, attached to outcome. Don't worry uh, about. Right. 
the result. Worry, yeah. you know, not worry, but think just it, it, it really on. truly is about the journey. It's about embracing and being grateful. It's just grateful to just meet a nice person. And if something happens, great. And if not, it's a cup of coffee. And they definitely add to your life in some way. I would never give up the experience I had before I met my husband um, because it all made me who I was at that moment when the timing was right and the per person was right and things in my life were fully cooked. Don't worry about the outcome. All of those beautiful things are going to happen. Your job really is, and I mean that. I mean, the more I say stay open, it does sound like a gynecology <laughs> exam. <laughs> and I mean that, you know, sincerely, that you've got to make yourself available, vulnerable, open up, and let people just see your heart of gold, how beautiful you are. Jonathan, you're lovely. It was so great to meet you. And you're just funny and, and kind. you got a heart of gold. And um, should we do some contact information? Yeah. Should anybody can, want to date them? Yeah. Or, 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 or where can them? people find you guys? Or do you even want to be found? Yeah. I'm uh, on Twitter at, at Jonathan Bourne. You probably won't spell it right, so you can Google it. Uh, I'm not the Jonathan Bourne who's a doctor who stole Native American artifacts, by the way. Oh. Don't I wish That's I was a doctor? That's the only reason why I came. I'm the other one. They can call you doctor, though, right? Well, well, we will put it on. <laughs> yeah, I'll take uh, it. And what about you, Ivy? Uh, my Twitter account's weird, and I'm like not committed to it. I'm very ambivalent when it comes. But you can find me if you look me up on Facebook. Last name is spelled I A C O N O. And um, you know, if you're a stalker and a freak, then that need not apply. <laughs> I'll review anyone's dating profile and give them advice, by the way. Hey, there you go. Nice. <laughs> like you've got the time. <laughs> He's a very busy producer. So you can always find us online at drwendyoconnor.com. And doctor is not abbreviated. It's D-O-C-T-O-R. We're also on Facebook. And you can find me at jennyjvwilson.com. That's Jenny with an I. I'm on Twitter at jennyjvwilson, Jenny with an I. And on Instagram at the Preppy Rebel. And you can find Wendy on Twitter at Ask Dr. Wendy and her YouTube channel. Yes, my YouTube channel's up and running. And uh, are you asking? The, yeah, how, what's the, how do you what's the, if you go on drwendyoconnor.com, there's an icon that says YouTube channel because I don't know how to do it otherwise. Or you could go to YouTube and just look up Dr. Wendy O'Connor. There you go. Uh, yeah, but then, uh, and if, should anybody want a consultation or a coaching session or a therapy or couples or a recommendation or if you're not in LA and yeah we're all about community resources and also global resources so please feel free to contact us at Dr. Wendy O'Connor and Associates at 310-712-1230 keep listening and that's Thanks. if you're still listening and if you haven't jumped out a window by now I'm just kidding <laughs> just kidding that's it for now but not for long and remember be as authentically yourselves as you can possibly stand stay open I love you <laughs> You've been listening to The Relationship Show with Dr. Wendy and Miss Jenny, a casual conversation between two friends and colleagues taking serious topics not so seriously. Dr. Wendy O'Connor and Jenny J.V. Wilson see clients in private practice in Los Angeles, California, and can be found online at www.doctorwendyoconnor.com and www.jennijvwilson.com. For entertainment purposes only. Twenty dwarves. Ten, is that twenty dwarves? New York. Twenty dwarves. <laughs> Red 20 leather, dwarves. yellow leather. Right. Red leather. I think these girls are great because anything's out there.